What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. Be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the one hundred and seventieth episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, good night. Punk, but not with me as usual is my good friend Wink because Wink has decided that he wanted to get married and he is doing that this weekend. So have fun out there, buddy. If you're listening, uh, good luck to you. But in his stead, we have uh, our new friend. Um, it's just Ian, YouTuber. What's going on, man? Dude, I'm doing pretty good tonight. Uh, got a full belly in me, and I'm ready to chat up some swigo, man. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Hopefully your belly's not too full there. I heard that there might be some issues. Uh, there might, there might. We'll hold it down, we'll hold it down. <laughs> You're like, don't tell them that, don't stop. <laughs> All right, well, so just for everyone uh, that doesn't may not know who you are, why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, and where we can find you? So, I... You know, just like uh, these guys here at the Shattered Order, I do some Galaxy of Heroes stuff. Uh, I do it actually on, on YouTube, so if you guys want to check me out over there, it's just Ian. I try to do either daily content or, you know, every other day content. Very frequent content over there, just, you know, either counters I got going or just some chat about the game. Pretty much, you'll find some videos, you know, very frequently over there on my channel. So, there you guys have it. And I also have a Discord if you guys want to go check that out, too. But that's pretty much it. Sweet, man. Sounds yeah. good to me. You Should I tell the story how we met? Oh, man. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny at this point. So I'm going to say it anyway. So anyways, back in the day, if you don't know this story, good old Reddit always provides the best uh, the best of people. Let's just say that. Um, so there was a video posted we did about Padme, the Padme team back when Wink was using it for to beat uh, Malak and Darth Revan. At the exact, exact same time, that Ian here had been doing similar videos for weeks. So there was a little back and forth on whose idea it was. But uh, at this point, it's all in good fun. So yeah. I'm glad that you're here. I'm Actually, it, it, it ended up good because we like to have new, uh, not new, you're not new. You've been around for a while. But uh, people that we don't talk to as often as uh, we should or could. And uh, getting you on the show that way. I mean, it's just one of the weirdest ways to <laughs> get a guest somebody. for the podcast. But, hey, 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 I I don't want to take credit for it. I don't, I don't think anybody should take credit for that team. That team was going to be found out one way or another. So let's just say that. But it's 
that whole thing is behind us. And man, I'm just got to be here, guys. I, I love this podcast. It's a fun podcast. Awesome. Well, we're we are glad you are here. So yeah. Or else I'd be talking to myself, and that is not <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That's no fun. So. <laughs> Uh, are you a Blizzard fan? Like uh, Blizzard, the <sighs> I, development company? Yeah, I, I play uh, I play Overwatch quite a bit, but that's about to my extent to that company. But I know there's curious. like a like a BlizzCon right going on right now. Yeah, it has actually today. It started. There was an opening ceremony. Yeah, I just want to mention for anyone that's listening that hasn't heard or may want it brought up again. But they yeah. did announce finally Diablo Four today. So, everyone that's been waiting for that for, like, years and years, Diablo 4 is coming, and from the looks of it, it's going to be going back to the gory roots that it used to have. So, it, I'm actually pretty excited about this. I've never uh, played Diablo, but that sounds like a lot of fun. I ha- I hadn't played it in a long time. I got it about six months after it was released on the PlayStation, and I played it a lot on there. But you don't even get, like, the full experience, because they, they had seasons that went on on the PC, that were have still been going on until now so there's a lot going on in that game and to have a newer version that'll be really awesome yeah sounds fun and since we're we're talking about a mobile game tonight i also thought it was funny they didn't mention diablo immortal at all from what i heard at the opening ceremony which was the big thing last year talking about the mobile version of diablo that they were going to come out with that still hasn't come out after a year so who knows if that's still happening yeah, who but knows? It looked I, cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I'm just Googling it right now. I, I don't know what Diablo is, but it looks pretty dang cool. It's like a over-the-top dungeon crawler uh, game. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It looks pretty cool. But like for the Overwatch cool. people, like you said, Overwatch 2 was announced. Was so, it? I did not know yes. that. I did not know that. Is it going to be similar? Or is it just there's about different? four... There's about four videos on it out that I saw already. I watched them all. Uh, it's going to be very similar. All the same heroes are coming through into the second one, as well as all your skins and stuff from really? oh, wow. uh, Overwatch 1. You get they're moving over. But the biggest thing to me about it that I will enjoy, because I'm more of a PvE guy than PvP, yeah. is they're adding tons of story mode to that game. So you're going to learn about all the characters and uh, their world and all that kind of stuff. So that's awesome. Which has been holy cow. Yeah, I'm just reading this right now. That's actually awesome. Holy cow. Yeah, it looks really good. And then they showed a lot of uh, maybe it was gameplay. Maybe it was more to show like what the kind of the story was going to be about. But it looks super fun. I mean, so. that whole universe, you know, Overwatch universe is so vast and huge. I mean, they could do multiple games if they wanted to. I mean, it's, it's just so big. Holy cow. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty pumped, actually. Holy cow. Yeah, it's looking good. I don't know. They didn't really say any dates or anything, but I'll be keeping my eye on that for sure. So Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, For Shamood and uh, Chat, calling you out, saying you look like Hayden Christian. Do I? One second. Let me reload my chat. Let me me reload it. (laughs) We got got Anakin with us here tonight. You know what? Actually, I had the top and the size shortened a little bit. So if I didn't shorten that and I kept it, dude, I would have looked exactly like Hayden Christensen. Episode <laughs> three, right there. I would. I totally would have introduced you as him too. <laughs> I'm like, we got a big guest tonight. Uh, I love that guy. I mean, Hayden Christensen <laughs> is like he's... one of the coolest guys. 
Honestly. I saw some videos of him. Uh, I guess he visit, visited Galaxy's Edge this past week and just him hanging out with the fans. You could barely recognize him in street clothes, but it was really cool watching him take pictures, do little uh, uh, lightsaber battles with kids. It was cool. Yeah, I think he was up uh, in Salt Lake recently at like one of those uh, children's places, like a hospital, and just you know, just doing his thing over there, helping the kids. I think that stuff like that, it, it really, really makes me happy, especially it's like a Star Wars thing, dude. I love that stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Have you been over there yet? Got to, got to check it out? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, we went, I was in Orlando at the beginning of October. Got to heck check out Galaxy's Edge. Man, that place is Oh, super actually, fun. let's see. I went, I went recently, but it was before. Yeah, my family went like <laughs> like a month before all that Star Wars stuff was released. But oh, we went perfect, and I was, so you could see it over the fence. Yeah, we saw like, it like on. on one of those rides. I think it was the uh, Galaxy uh, Gardens of the Galaxy ride. You could like see all the like, new construction. I was nice. bummed out, man. I I want to go. <laughs> you have to go I check it go. out. It's really cool. Yeah. So if you get the chance anytime, go check it out. Yeah, I want to. All right. Well, I don't have sounders this week. I forgot to set them up. So the sultry female, who is currently also getting married, uh, will not be gracing your ears with her sounders. But uh, and I'm not going to imitate her. So if you're going to ask that in chat, might as well not type it out. But (laughs) next up, we have what did you do in Swugga this week? I have my stuff here, but I want to ask you first, Ian, did you do anything in the game this week that you... uh, feel like is worth mentioning well let me just whip out the good old blue stacks here okay so this week i got the grievous nuke team built but i was thinking man do i really want this team built because it's not good banners but i went with it anyways i got it already and i also this week got chewy and cls gear 13 i'm working on that kira counter you know that kira counter right versus malik i've not heard that the cls kira um, no 3PO, and then, like, of course, the CLS Trio and Thrawn counters Malik. So I'm working on that. And I, I know later on the show we're going to chat about GAC. I really want to bring that team up. I think it's really, really a good team to chat about. So I'm, I worked on that. And I'm also um, I'm finishing up Phasma's Gear 12 um, because not only is uh, she hinted, you know, in a feat or whatever. We'll chat about that later also. But, man, that counter, mm-hmm. I run a counter with a crew, first order, with Watt. That counter is nice. It's just pretty well. So that's why I'm getting her up. But that's pretty much the, it. I, that's a, probably a good move, too, because when they announced the advantage changes, I really thought that her leadership yeah. was going to do was going to become something big uh, with with other First Order characters that will probably be added in the next couple of months that her leadership and having her up will probably be a really good thing, being ready for that. Yeah, I mean, the, the leadership isn't bad. It's just, like, outdated. And I really do think that she really will get a rework soon, man. I... I think uh, they even, I mean, we really are going to talk about this a whole lot later, but uh, there's like this new faction tag or whatever, and I really think it's hinting towards a rework. That's all I'll say right now. But it's going to be pretty pumped up. I- I'm really I'm really hyped up for it, man. I-, I love First Order. Holy cow. They are a really fun faction for sure. Yeah. They, I mean, they did really good. For a faction that's been in the game since the very beginning almost, they, I think they came like a month after the game came out. But Resistance and... First order, or for the longest time, have been two of the best, um, two of the best factions. Especially yeah. when you had, um, 
who was it? Pose was it Pose leadership or Fit? Fins. Fins. Yeah, Fins leadership yeah. for the longest time. That was. And when just... was like you, you just think about all these characters? I mean, when, when was the last time we got like a new one of these characters? Like either from uh, First Order or uh, Resistance? I mean, probably just Crew, right? From the uh, Last Jedi, right? I mean, Crew and uh, oh, Fox. Yeah, Fox, and of course, you know the the two most beloved characters of all time, Rose and Adam Holdo. I forgot about those guys. Who I am currently farming because I've not touched them. <laughs> yeah, ever. me too. Me too. <laughs> I I, I want to work on Rose a little bit more than Holdo because you can get Holdo from those uh, those bounties or whatever you call it. You know, those shard stuff, kind of like the uh, the nest and wampa farms, or whatever it is, the galactic bounties. I think I'm not sure. I think though, <laughs> but yeah, I expect a lot of that content here soon, man. I'm really pumped for this uh, for, for 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 first order for the feats, but. I really want to see some some resistance stuff, man. I mean, there's so many cool things I could do here with ships. There's well, so many cool let's things. see. If I had the calendar open, which I can in two seconds. Joker says I'm a bit too quiet. Let's see. It could be on my end, honestly. It could be on my end. I can turn you up a little bit. All right, I got gotcha. you. Um, event calendar. So I'm curious... Week four starts on the 28th of November. So, first week of December, they could start a resistance version yeah. of GAC and still go through December when the movies go out. So, they might still be able to do it. Yeah, I, I can definitely see them, see them doing that. I mean, like what? Yeah, you've got two months almost, right? Or, I mean, this month and then next month. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Are you a big fan of uh, ships in uh, GAC? I'm not that big of a fan of ships in general, honestly. <laughs> My guy, I hate <laughs> ships with a passion. Like ships are yeah. like, I when I, I I've been I've ranted about this several times already from the last QA when they talked brought up vehicles again. Yeah. Just about how I do not want them in the game whatsoever, <laughs> ever. Please don't put them in. You couldn't get ships right. Please don't try to put vehicles in and get them wrong, too. It's just yeah. an extra added thing that we don't need in this game. So yeah. keep working on ships to get them right, and then maybe think about vehicles. If that comes in the next year, it's... it's, it's I, I don't know. I it think ships is a cool concept, and I think it's... I mean, you got to have ships in a Star Wars game, right? But... I would like to see more of these pilotless ships, no no crew involved. They could do like a whole rehaul of ships with like a ships 3.0, have literally zero pilots and just have it focused on ships. Just so you don't have to worry about these pilots involved with it and just have them stand alone. And then, I, I mean, I think that'd be a better idea than how it's going right now with like all these, you know, epic confrontation with the, the Anakin Skywalker, the General Anakin Skywalker needing all those ships, man. I mean, that's a big huge thing a lot of people couldn't get done i mean they probably had like a lot of the other things built but they didn't have the ships and i think with with how ships could be it could be really good but i would just like to see not as many i don't know i just i just like the way with pilot ships i think that's a really cool thing to add um not having to worry about pilot is going to be awesome yeah i had uh this is something we also talk about a lot on the show but that i really feel like when they put ships in they hampered their ability to make them good by adding pilots because for every ship they add, they have to have someone that's piloting. Now, now they're not doing that now, so that's good. Yeah. But before, you had to have a pilot to 
put into the ship. And so we don't have A wings. We don't have yeah. B wings. We don't have, we're now getting a Y wing. But you got all these iconic ships that are not in this game because there wasn't a pilot for them. Like uh, clown, cl clown cars. <laughs> Cloud cars would be cool, but they really yeah. don't have any Bespin people. You know, there's just so many different ships that have, you know, their own look to them, but they really, if they don't have a pilot, they can't be put in the game. So I'm yeah. with you, man. I, I like the fact that, see, when they did the Vulture, the Vulture droid and the Hyena droid were announced, and I'm like, okay, those won't have pilots because they're droids. That makes sense. But then they announced as well with Hyena Bomber, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah. But with Hyena Bomber, they added the BTLB Y-Wing, which also doesn't have a pilot, which that isn't a droid. That is a piloted ship, but they didn't put a pilot in it. So yeah. maybe they're making their way that way, which would be totally fine with me because then they could add a lot of these ships that we want. And even if they still added named ships with pilots – like Red 5 or things like that, that's totally fine. But for these generic ships without a pilot, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, and it, and it makes sense to have it kind of like that just to help alleviate some of the... I mean, in the whole uh, broad spectrum of this game, the gear crunch is still a big thing, and, and not having a pilot, don't have to worry about that guy's gear, is going to be pretty huge in my opinion. So I would love to see something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you, man. Anything else from this week? Um, I think that's about it for me. Um, yeah, that's about really all I did was just the Kira team and, uh, and the CL, or, uh, Grievous. Yeah, I can't forget about Grievous. Yeah, so I got the... Mine's mostly... It's it's not much. I didn't get a lot done this week because I was farming Kairos. And everybody <laughs> knows how long it takes to farm Kairos, so I'm in the step of Shakti where she needs two of them. Yikes. So... <laughs> I, I'm halfway through the second one. I just put the first one on her. I'm almost... But the, the part that drives me nuts is the fact that once I finally get it after two weeks, that'll only get her to gear 10. So who knows what's on, on the next one. I haven't even bothered to look because I'm afraid if I see another Chirotech, I might just stop gearing her. I hate but, Kairos so much, man. They are, yeah, they, they are the worst. Yeah. Literal worst to farm. They're just so annoying. But... And it, I mean, it's 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 even bad for gear 13 finishers, right? Because then you oh. look at it and you're like, all right, there's a Cairo needed here. But then you realize it's two of them, so you need a hundred of them. Oh, it's just yeah, out it's of, just out like of wow. I got all the way to this point, and I gotta get even more. You know, holy cow, it's just crazy. Yep. Hopefully, it changes soon. <laughs> uh, well, we got a few things. Yeah. So yeah. no spoilers. Those are the second no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I put two Zetas. I put the two Zetas on Padme. So as you can tell, I was never a part of your cool guys club with the uh, Padme team. Hey, it's not for everybody, man. That team is not for everybody. <laughs> well, I didn't even have her until the second go round. So yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, was not happening the first time around, and I got too frustrated with the RNG to bother continuing to gear those people. <laughs> so I'm like, I got a yeah. seven star Malik. I'm just gonna stick with him. And I'll get Padme eventually. So there you go. Got her now. She's gear twelve, and double Zeta. So now I can actually kind of work her into my plans for things. Uh, I'm actually having a lot of fun with her. That team is a lot of fun. I I don't use uh, I don't use what's his face General Kenobi in Jedi Knight Revan team on offense because I use Hermit Yoda instead. 
So it works out perfectly for a second team to have her, JKA, Ahsoka, uh, General Kenobi, and then I always throw in whatever leftover Jedi I have. Yeah. And usually it's gear 11, uh, <laughs> gear 11, Kygon. He's usually the there guy who gets thrown in there. I love that guy, man. I hope he gets reworked. Well, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he that was, was great before, yeah. but uh, he's he's a little outdated now, for sure. A little bit. And talking about that Padme team, I mean, I could chat about Padme for a while, but I'm just gonna say this really quick: <laughs> that that Padme team, you don't even need the optimized, you know, droids like 3PO or R2 in that team. It can still beat up pretty much every other team in the game besides, you know, of course, the GSs and the DRs. It can beat up a lot of different teams, which is why it's so like high up on my favorites list man it's it's the top it really is it's just such a good team such a good team yeah i i'm i'm realizing now that i'm playing with it uh that uh how fun it is and why everyone was talking about it the funny part is like everyone must have been on the same level as me in my division for gac because i never ran across that team either people saved it for offense or they didn't or they didn't have it because it was never on defense. Now I'm seeing it a lot more now because people are probably at the same point as me where they've finally got it geared up. But yeah, I, I haven't had much, if any, interaction with that team f- yeah. for this entire time. So, yeah, I mean, so there's a question for you: What yeah. is your what's your GP on your account? So I am, I am really hovering around the 4.5. I am just barely beneath it. I'm 4.46 right now, and I really want to keep that way for this next season of GAC. Just so I you get know, a nice little taste of uh, my counters and, you know, running into when I do hit 4.5 for, like, the next seasons ahead of me. Just so I get, you know, I understand, like, what my teams can do and what they can do versus these top-end guys, you know, 5. Hopefully not 5 mil. I mean, I'm going to be 4.5 soon. Hopefully it's just around that GP, but you never know. You could always run into somebody with crazy high GP, which is really scary. Um, that's a, that makes me really wonder what the difference between mine and yours top 80 is because my current gp is 4.468 so Um, we are like right in the same area there's actually a calculator that i i'm not sure where it is but you can you can actually check the top of whatever it is 70 80 and just like compare it's like there's like a positive negative of like what that is the difference is and if you're close Mm -hmm. enough that's like a good indication where you can get matched up with that person so I'll try to find it as we go along. Well, yeah, we'll have to check that out because I'm curious. Because yeah. I back in the day, uh, it was fairly simple. Maybe not fairly simple, but uh, Wink and Cubs fan Han worked themselves to get to the almost the exact same GP back on the old matchmaking, so that they ended up being matchmaked made in a galactic or uh, <laughs> grand arena. Wow! And they wound up in the championship, so they live streamed them fighting each other it would awesome. be so fun oh that'd be awesome so, so if we could find a way to get ours two to match up that would be wait awesome. so is it is it top 85 or 80 i think it's 80 okay i mean i got to pull up i found the the thing what's your what's your code man we can do it right freaking now all right <laughs> seven eight four okay three four six all right seven one five all right here we go can i oh i don't think i can screen share can i Oh, I gotta pull up. Mayhaps. Ooh, this is wow. We're pretty dang close. Holy cow! Um, <laughs> right uh, when you said four point four, almost four or five, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's right where I am. Wait, let's see. So, um, where am I? Top. Okay, I'm on the left side here, and it says I have in total for my top eighty is one. Where is it? 
1.65, yours is 1.58. So the difference is very close, like 68K. But I mean, that's to me, I, I can definitely see us getting matched up if that's like a possibility, if like we're in the same division. Because you gotta be in the same division first before you can get matched up with anybody. That's Are you I'm division two? Yeah, I'm div two right now. Wanting to be div one soon. <laughs> oh, really? Dang. Yep. So. Okay. We'll see. I, if I see your name pop up in one of my GACs, <laughs> I'll know why. So. Yeah. That'd be fun. Oh, uh, let's see what else this week. I was saving, saving two Zetas. So I put the Zetas on Padme. I'm saving two more for Shakti. I think I only have two right now. Working on a third that I could use. But now I'm really starting to wonder if I should put them on Shakti, or wait for possible reworks for the. Council Jedi, I really don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to save them until she's totally geared up, and then hopefully by then, depending on how many Kairos I have left, <laughs> we'll have some reworks announced. Did, we'll you, see, did you get Anakin or GS, General Skywalker? I did not. Uh, okay. I probably could have if I spent some more money, but I spent a good chunk of money, and I was on vacation, and I finally decided <laughs> yeah. this isn't worth it. Because that same it's week really I was in Orlando was the was the anakin week and i'm like what a perfect week we haven't had anything announced for like five weeks i go on vacation and then they announce this but <laughs> yeah yeah i, I tried for a little bit but i i gave up on it so i mean it's not even you just look at it if like the whole get stuff man if you don't have enough uh especially for this guy for general skywalker if you don't have enough to bring him from five to seven star i would not <laughs> even worry about even that is him. literally the reason i stopped yeah because when i found when i realized he was five star unlock i already knew that because it was upper confrontation but when i realized i had four thousand get one currency i'm like by the time this dude is seven star i will be he'll have already come back and there'll probably be a new meta so yeah, yeah i mean really if you think about it there's really no point if you were okay i did it because i thought he would be actually useful but i got him i spent around 200 bucks got him and guess what he's on a defensive team right now and it gets one shot pretty much every single gac i wasted pretty much 200 bucks just for nothing and it's so it's so mm -hmm. disheartening man like i don't even want to spend any more money just because i don't know what they're going to do to me i don't know what they're going to put out there you know it just is such a weird thing i, I hate talking about it it really is just gross <laughs> it's it's i so i don't mind saying i sp i bought a vault and i used it when i thought i was getting him Vaulted, bought another one, and then that's when I decided not to. Oh. So I've been sitting on that for like a month, and now I'm going to use it for a hyena bomber. I think oh. I'm going to use it on cantina refreshes only because, and I don't think you know this, I haven't spent a single... Okay, I spent one. I probably spent 300 currency of get two. I've saved all of it since it came out. I, so I'm at, yeah, on your Discord, I haven't seen that, that stockpile, man. That's crazy. I think I'm at fifty something, like fifty five thousand now. So that's awesome. I'm gonna unlock. I'm gonna unlock malevolence. I have a gear set or gear thirteen relic seven GG, which is why I'd rather have that <laughs> than my gear twelve uh, yeah. and or Kenobi. So that's the ship I'm going for, and I'm pretty sure we'll talk about hyena bombers kit yeah. a little bit later. But I'm pretty sure that's gonna be important for uh, that capital ship. So I really want to get that ship. Even oh, yeah. though I hate ships and don't care about them, <laughs> I'm going to pretend to care about them just so that, uh, you know, I can put out some uh, malevolence content. Yeah, so we'll I mean, I think that's a safe on. bet, for sure. 
for sure. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, chasing hyena bomber immediately started vol- farming vulture droid. Um, are you farming Rose? I am, but I'm not going hardcore on her. I'm doing like what three, maybe four refreshes a day on her. In my opinion, that's not crazy. I wouldn't say that's that's crazy because once you hit the 100 mark, I can do that like once. After that, I'm not. I'm just stopping there, especially for somebody that we don't know. We'll get a rework because right now. She's not the greatest. She's not the worst. She's just average. I would I would consider her very average, just as a, as a character and even in like a JTR team. So I don't want to. I don't. It's just like with these things, man. I don't know if mm-hmm. I want to. If I don't. I don't know if I want to farm these characters that haven't been announced for reworks. They just are alluding to that they have the possibility of being needed somewhere, and I don't like. I don't like farming stuff like that. I would rather farm something I know that's good and I know like. For instance, the the vulture droid. We know that the malevolence is coming. It's a guaranteed thing at this point, I would say. And I know where I'm gonna get. I'm. I know what I'm gonna get out of that. And I don't know what I'm gonna get out of Rose. So I'll just go slowly on her. That's just how I'm gonna be on that. I don't want to get screwed over again, honestly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That is not a good feeling, and having it happen twice in a row would be pretty <sighs> devastating. Yeah. So. I I was doing three refreshes a day. Uh. But then the vulture droid came out, so I'm like you. I'm going for that, and I'll I'll take Rose as she comes. Uh, hopefully, hopefully I get there. I think I'm 65 out of 85 right now on her, so not I'm not not bad. Um, Holdo is another story. She's like 35 out of 65. So if she's needed for anything, I'm I'm done. But <laughs> well, both of them are whatever. like the same thing. So they're like both figure- 28 out of 65. I think they're just very Pretty bad. Much- very bad. Pretty much everyone's been telling me Holdo is dead. So if she's needed for something for an episode nine character, it wouldn't make much <laughs> sense. So I'm like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. Now Rose, she's alive. I'll keep farming her. I stopped on Holdo for now. But yeah, I know. do the same thing too. I'm know. also farming IG 1000 because I don't have Millennium Falcon at seven stars. So I just hey, need IG 1000. Same here. Uh, he's been at what has it been like five star for a ship for like the last year. I, I don't like that that whole Akbar team, man. Like we're so similar when it comes to ships. I don't like ships, and I want to mm-hmm. do the bare minimum to just get top end rewards. And if I can do it without getting these uh, stupid rewards like an IG2K, I'll do it. So that's where I'm at. He's still five star. So yeah, I'm t- I'm going for it for two reasons: to get the Millennium Falcon, but also it's the only other droid ship, and yeah, uh, it's a, it'll also be good under GG. So yeah, looking forward to seeing how that goes, but. Yeah, that's uh, that's about it for me this week. I did, as far as Grand Arena went, I finished in Erodium despite missing about five attack phases, just having to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know this. I work nights, so like half the time I'm a I'm at work or asleep when the, the attack phases are going on. It's yeah. terrible, but yeah, I did manage to make it to Erodium this time. Last time I missed it by like three thousand. This time I was like two thousand over, so not too shabby. How did you do? I I snuck into Kyber just barely by the skin of my teeth. I, I lost two rounds out of twelve um, to like misplays and just bad RNG, I guess you could say. But uh, I the thing with with whole uh, the whole GAC experience is that you can go like full offense and have a good chance at Kyber and just neg- neglect your feats. And if you do that, you have to win every round. In my case, I try to do like balanced out tactics, try to get some good defense and offenses. And that leaves me for some rooms to fail in RNG. So I, I got kind of lucky, like pretty lucky, honestly, from how my matchups went. So 
Kyber, I mean, even the rewards, man. I mean, we could chat about the rewards for a while. The, the, the whole GST reward <laughs> what is rewards? so garbage. They're just so bad. Yeah. So. Yep. Completely agree. 2100, 2100 currency I got for five weeks, basically. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just so bad. Holy cow. Uh, all right then. Well, I will transition now. I don't have... Like I said, don't have sounders. So we're going into the updates for the week. Uh, there was a lot of updates, a lot of different random things that went on. Um, uh, we'll start with the calendar that was released. And interesting enough, the login character was Royal Guard. Now, Interesting, you can, yeah. You can read into that how you want, or you can read nothing into it. Because Poggle was the, Poggle was the login last month, which really didn't, as far as I can think, didn't allude to anything it did though you, got, you gotta be you gotta be high iq here gnp it alluded tell me, tell me. to the malik bug the malik oh. bug. there you go wow that's what it was and it's still that a was... bug it was so it was such an impactful login that it's still happening in the next month dude so so the oh man speaking it's... of bugs I, so we talked about this, and I just want to mention it to you. We're not going to talk about the QA because I read it and made my blood boil, so I'm not going to talk about it. But the yeah, the one thing in it that really made my blood boil, and I have to mean it, is I know you're you're like brace brace yourself. When they initially talked about the Malik thing, they called it a bug, yeah. or they called it an exploit, and then they went back and they edited the post and changed it from exploit to bug. At that point, I'm like, okay, they realized their mistake, right? Yeah. So for everyone out there, well, if you didn't hear me say this before two weeks ago on the show, a bug is when something is unintended in the game. That's what happens. So like going into the Malik event and playing it the way it's meant to be played and getting shards, that's a bug. You did nothing, it happened, that's the way. An exploit would be, is if I went into light side battle 9D, fought all my way to the end, didn't kill the last guy, and force closed the game, and doing that made Malik's shards show up. That would be an exploit. That You are purposely doing something that's not meant to happen to get something that you're not supposed to have. That is an exploit. Well, in the QA today, once again, Top Hat decided to call it an exploit four times. And all I can think to myself is, are you that disconnected? Nobody did anything wrong. You guys left it in there. It's a bug. We didn't do anything. Why are you calling it an exploit? As if the players did something wrong. That's yeah. my biggest problem with the QA and their communication because it always feels like they're blaming us for mistakes. I mean, I there were so many. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you don't want to go talk about it, I totally get you because there was not a whole lot of positive in that post. I mean, yeah, there's like a couple of things that they've been hinting at for like the last three Q&A posts. We have yet to see any <laughs> actions or anything actually get implemented in the game, you know. But uh, yeah, there's just a whole lot of disconnect from them and us. I mean, they they don't. It, it's just so stupid, man. I I don't want to chat about it too much. I don't want to. I don't want to rant. You know? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to rant. Yeah, yeah. Not going to happen. No, no, no. We're we're on the positive side because there were yeah. some things this week that were really cool, and we're yeah. going to get into those instead. So, first one here: territory battles. They listed Imperial Retaliation and Separatist Might for starting on the fifth of November. So, in four days from now, depending on when you're listening to this, not now, but four days from now, they'll be starting the territory battle but they only listed rebel assault for the 18th rebel assault as you know 
is the light side version of Territory Battles. They did not list Separatist Might on that same day. So I think we can glean from that that this is probably the day that we're going to see the drop of the light side GOTB. It's somewhere around that week. Yeah, I would say Which, the same thing. It makes sense because I originally said, when they said they were dropping it in November, I figured that they were going to drop it at the end of the month. Now, this isn't as far into the month as I thought it would be, but it is in the middle of the month, which is plenty of time from when they announced it going live in November for it to be ready. I hear that the beta testers, I hear, could not not be true. I don't know. But I hear that this week they are testing it, so we'll see. Um it would make sense for it to test this week, fix all the bugs next week, drop it the week after that. So, yeah. Hopefully, like we'll see it then. Yeah. That that would also mean that we'd get another update next week to drop the what I think art will be Arc Trooper, which will be like basically the uh, GBA of light side territory battles. That's my belief, at least. Yeah, I think the same thing too. So hopefully, we see that drop. We might see an update next week with that. And if it does happen, you got to think that the next week is definitely then. Because I don't think they're going to give us two weeks to farm this character. Because the last few times, it's always been a week. So I guess we'll end up seeing. Yeah, probably some big boy packs too right before that whole light side TV. Not yeah. looking forward to buying those. I'll tell you right now. I won't even buy them. Why would I even say that? I'm not buying them. <laughs> I'm not <spending laughs> they're going to be there. I'm just... Already talking myself out of it. Uh, legendaries for this month. You got Thrawn and Chimera on the 14th. Grandmaster Yoda on the 21st. And Palpatine on the 28th. For, for all those you listening that are newer and have been waiting for these to come back around, you got three really good ones this month. Thrawn, one of the best characters in the game. Chimera, one of the best capital ships in the game. Then you got Grandmaster Yoda, an implement or a great piece for any Jedi team. And then Palpatine, of course. We never know. Royal Guard, we just talked about him being the login character. Palpatine coming back. You might see, we might see some kind of Palpatine Royal Guard uh, rework. Who knows? Because episode nine is come. Never mind. I'm just going to stop there. I don't want to. For those of you trying to avoid any. Never mind. There's people out there. (laughs) As well as they mentioned, you know, like, what's happened? There was just a. Uh, don't worry about me. My my room is just really uh, <laughs> pissing me off right now. So all many right, all right, right. <laughs> Keep going. The first order featured Grand Arena Championship also starts on the seventh. So less than a week from today, we'll get that grant that first order one you're looking forward to. Heck yeah! Love me some uh, first order. I, I I they're one of those groups that I kind of have gone in on and kind of haven't. I think I have three at gear 12 and the rest are gear 13. I don't know if that's going to help me do anything for this GAC, but uh, yeah, mine aren't looking so hot for this right now. Yeah. I mean, we can always chat about that later because there's a bunch of feats, bunch of feats. With those yeah. Guys. I wrote the, you sent me that picture and I wrote them all down here. So yeah. we could go over a few of them. Uh, as far as the update for the 30th goes, Malik added back to the Guild Event Store. So for everyone that was waiting for that, who would have had a seven-star Malik by now if they were able to buy their shards, uh, shards are back. So, um, yeah. 
I, th I wrote these notes this morning, but they already came out with news that's newer than this. I said as of Halloween, we're still waiting on an update on what's going on with the Malik event. It looks like they said between the 8th and 10th is when they're shooting for bringing it back. Uh, they've been working this past week on fixing it, so fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. Um, a, whole I, week, a whole week of fixing a little bug. Let's see if <laughs> the third time's the charm. We'll let's see. hope. <laughs> let's hope. But as far as cool things go, this next one is awesome. Okay. Now, mystery boxes from the Dark Side Territory Battle, or Geo Territory Battle, will now drop Kyrotech Prototype Salvage. So, <sighs> About freaking time. <laughs> thank you. I don't know if you looked. I'll go skip ahead here for a second. Uh, new Galactic Power Brackets were also added to Territory Wars. So you got a 180 million, yeah. you got a 200 million, and you got a 225 million. And each of those will now earn more guild tokens, more credits, and more stuff from mystery boxes, including Kyrotex and Guild Event Two tokens. So yeah, that's pretty big. More ways to get more ways to get Kyrotex, more ways to get Guild Event Two tokens. The best part is here. I wanted to. I, the only reason I went skip to the T Dub part is if you look at the mystery boxes for Territory War, since there's a Territory War about to start, you can see this, and it's twelve. Uh, in the highest bracket for a win. Well, just for the mystery box. 12 Kyrotex. I don't know if you get one of each. It'd probably be one of either of them. But yeah. uh, I was actually pretty happy with that number. 12. I would have thought it would have been single digits. And just to see at least 12, I, I mean, was okay with and that. And you think about the stacking of from the T uh, the TBs and the TWs with the daily ones. I mean, it's going to mm -hmm. stack up very, very fast, I think. So I think this is a great play on CG's part. Helping, you know, with the the gear crunch. So, I like it. I like it. Yeah, it looks good. It, it's yeah. That is a very good look, uh, adding that stuff in there. Now, the only thing I can say is that they're only doing it for the new brackets they added. So, for anyone under those, you don't even get a small sliver of it. So, that kind of stinks. Um, I feel for the new players. I feel for the, the guilds that are just out there having a hard time recruiting and can't get over that 180 bump. Uh, I feel for you guys. I'm sorry. It does not affect me, unfortunately. <laughs> it affects you, and yeah. I'm not going to pretend like I don't see you out there. So I do wish that they could add it maybe a little bit further down, maybe down to 140 or 120. That would have been nice. But uh, it is nice that they did add these new brackets with more rewards for those of us that were always sitting at the top already. So getting a little extra sauce on top is a, is a good look, I think. Yeah, it's great. It's a great move, I think. This awesome. one's weird. I don't understand why yeah, this happened. Yeah. <laughs> All restrictions for teams in Darkside GOTB were turned off for the 5th to 11th territory battle. Yeah, I don't... What, what happened there? No, no, happened? no reasoning for it. Didn't tell us why. But uh, it brings up some interesting questions, so I'll ask yeah. you. Who are you going to take against the Ackley? Because it doesn't have to be Geos now. I'm, I'm just going to go full on Padme, man. If we can use uh, some light side guys in there. I, it's such a weird thing to... It's, I don't know. I mean, Padme... Just think about all the teams we could have from light side. Padme's probably the strongest candidate just to... I, I, I bet you could just probably auto that whole thing. I bet you could. Or, Someone said... Uh, Someone said 90% sure it's because of the Dooku missing buttons bug. Eh, could be. 
I don't... Uh, I have no idea. I think they were saying in Operation Metaverse that they're doing it to fix the Dooku bug. Hey, I'm okay with that. If my buttons don't disappear <laughs> ever again, I'm okay with that. It, it's just interesting that they didn't say that. Because it's if like, they're gonna if yeah. they're gonna work on the Dooku bug, you think they'd want to be forward facing with that and tell everyone, hey, this is why we're doing this. So well, hopefully it works, and we're trying our best right now to get these button things issued fixed. It's just but, such a weird workaround. It, it just is. I I'll take it up. I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting just to see what you can do and what happens. But. We shall see. Uh, let's see. Reverted to the old JKA model. I said thank you because I thought the new one looked terrible. Oh, yes. <laughs> I I was actually so... That was probably the best thing out of the entire post for me. I loved, I loved that guy's old portrait. It looked spot on to, at least for me, for like the episode three version. I mean, still the icon, mm -hmm. the portrait icon still looks like the old... Uh, not the old. I guess it's newer versions now. It's just... It's just the same old garbage. I mean, same with John Skywalker. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. It. I don't know what they're trying to do with this. This look. Yeah. So weird. It's like a potato. I'm, at it least the model's back, but big giant forehead Anakin's uh, portrait is still there. Yeah. So. Well, uh, good thing he has the hair swooping over it, you know. Yeah. But, the, the the getting the model back was good, and it's funny that they. That's a good. It may not seem like much. I'm going to just say this. It may not seem like much when you read it. But for the community who wanted this, it is kind of huge. Because think of all the man hours it takes their art team to completely re-skin a character. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. And for them to take the, all that time that was put into that that no one liked and revert it back to the original, that's a pretty big change on their part, I think. Just to say, hey, we're listening to you. And sorry to Bob in the art department, but your work, nobody liked it. So, yeah, I mean, there was a there was a Q and A uh, question or some, some answer somewhere around there uh, about that specific thing with uh, you know creating these new characters. I'm it takes them an extremely long time to uh, to create these guys. So I think that was pretty cool to see. I mean, there was a bunch of Reddit stuff like, man, we hate this new look, and guess what? It, it got changed. So I think that's another good thing that hey, maybe they are some somehow some way you know still kind of communicating i guess still on the the lookout for some uh community posts i don't know well i like i think that at least they are yeah I, i'm sure the, my biggest problem is i know that they read everything i know they read a lot of the stuff they don't respond to a lot obviously they don't respond to a lot of it and even when they do they get 10 other messages dogging on them so in some respects i understand it but I do know that they read it. It's just nice sometimes to know and see action items like this where you see, okay, they were listening. They did do something about it. Yeah. So. I would, that's a good thing. I'll, I like that. I like that a lot. So. Um, Let's see. They added the BTB, BTLB Y-Wing and the Hyena Bomber to the game. Uh, Galactic Chase for the Hyena Bomber is going on right now. Started at your uh, reset your midnight reset or whenever the reset for your account is started today on the first for that. Yep. Um, kind of sucks. I, I stayed up till uh, one o'clock thinking it was going to drop then. And then I realized it was actually the reset. Cause when I changed my arena payout <laughs> yeah. time, my reset is now 3am. 
Oof. So I'm like, so I'm like, I'm not staying up till 3 a.m. because I was sitting on like 800 energy, and I'm, I wanted to use it and then go to sleep, so it kept regenerating, you know, yeah. so I didn't lose out on any. But I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm right. not missing sleep for that. So November 1st, that's Galactic Chase for hiding a bomber. Nice to see that back. We haven't had one since March, I don't think. So yeah, I wasn't sure if we'd ever see another Galactic Chase, but here we are. Uh, and the Y wing will be a marquee starting on November 7th. So, you got a Galactic Chase into a marquee next week. Some ships. You gotta love the ships. ships. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You really don't. <laughs> you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Vulture Droid is now farmable on Light Side Hard D. So, now you can go and get the, that Vulture Droid to go with your Hyena Bomber for Malevolence. If that's what you're going for, like me, going for it right now. I think it's awesome that what node they put that on because it is only 60 energy for five... Cheap. Uh, excuse me for five yeah. sims so three re- three refreshes 180 energy i mean that's not even two refreshes of energy to get yeah. your three sims so great node for that uh as well the force reinforcement and territory battle was updated to the playable version so you're getting a better version of the vulture droid in your uh, territory battle combat missions so that is definitely a plus because the other one was okay but then they came out with a ship, and you could see all the extra stuff that it was lacking. So nice to yeah. have that extra firepower there. Because yeah, if they're going to force it on you, you want the good one, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. For me, I just like to just put that thing on auto with Houndstooth. Call Dude, <laughs> I told people that this week, and no one believed me. So I, I literally I threw in Houndstooth, Chimera, and I threw... Th- all the bottom ships of my roster I put in with it. So they were like getting just blasted out of the sky the <laughs> entire time. But I recorded it and I put it on YouTube on a, a private video and just shared it on the, the Discord. And I'm like, look, this is what happens. If you didn't believe me, it's seriously simple. You can <laughs> save your Geonosians with Tarkin for the other mission and pray to the gods that you get good RNG there. And you can... Do, I I won two on the Phase 2 last week. I mean, it's it's... That Houndstooth Chimera combo is just ridiculous in territory it battles. It's a lot of fun, though. I mean, <laughs> I I know TBs are you got to like think about some of the plays, especially like in like the actual you know characters and not like the ship portion. But just being able to just like, hey, I'm just auto this thing, call it a day. I think that's that's nice to see at least for me. I like to just easy auto stuff sometimes in TBs. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Uh. Let me see. Someone wants the video. Let me get... You know what? Uh, Shamud, hit me up uh, towards the end of the podcast, and I'll get you that video link. Okay. You want to talk about this next one? I figure you got some thoughts yep. on it. Let's uh, let's chat about this. So, the TW roster lock. So, I, I honestly didn't know this until like an hour or two before this this podcast and the stream i i didn't know because uh I, i'm not a huge fan of tw so when i got like a at everyone in discord from my guild leader he's like hey you guys gotta do this so here we go it says previously your roster did not have a snapshot of your collection taken until the moment matchmaking had begun this resulted in some players rosters being updated after the moment matchmaking by the nature of the system going through and, ma- and taking snapshots of everyone's roster now when you click the join button, your roster is snapped. For TW, if you exit, you are removed from the matchmaking consider- consideration. 
when you rejoin, your roster is snapped again at that moment. So this is going to be an example for what I just did today in the TW lock. I got Gear 13 Chewy um, after I locked in for TW, and when I heard this, I had a I had to exit the TW, right? Leave leave the TW and then rejoin it again, just so it it re uh, it had it pretty much had my Gear 13 Chewy right in the TW. So you gotta. I don't know. I like that. I don't like that because a lot of uh, people kind of forget about that, I think. So it's, it's the thing for me is this is what I thought it was from the very beginning when territory wars came out. It made the most sense to me to that. When you click the join button, you are good to go. You're saying I'm good. Let's do this. You know, Yeah. it makes sense to me. Now, a lot of people are like, a lot of people are worried that, now people are going to wait to join to uh, so that they ha- don't rock, lock their roster a day early. Yeah. My advice to you is always join at the earliest convenience for you. And if you do end up changing and you have time, quit and rejoin again near the end and then yeah. you'll be good. But at least at, if you join at the beginning, you'll know you're in it. And if you forget to re-snap it, maybe you'll miss... A few mod moves around here, or you'll miss a gear 13 character you did in that day. That is better to me than not getting into the territory war. Oh, yeah. So I'd say oh, yeah. just continue to press the button, continue to join. If you are around near the end and you can quit and rejoin again to snapshot your roster again, do that. I don't think it's a big deal. I think this is better than allowing certain things to change uh, when it shouldn't be. So. This one made sense to me. I'm totally fine with it. Well, Dan's saying that it's for both. I I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. I think it's just for uh, TW, honestly. Yeah, it's. I think, it is. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Grand Arena do, has done it. Yeah. I thought that it was when matchmaking started too. I don't even know if they changed it for. GAC, or maybe GAC was always this way, and that's why they're only changing it for T Dubs. Can you even leave from a GAC when you when you lock yourself in and enter? I don't think I don't even think you can leave. I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't think you no. can. No. So, so it does make sense, I guess, just for T W. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. It will work much better, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I, for me, most of the time I forget to sign up towards the end anyway. Only because of, like I said, I work nights and yeah, someone pings me right before I go to sleep in the morning and then I join. So it'll it'll probably be fine for me, but I think this is better. I don't know. Yeah. Now they're saying it's for both. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. If it, it, if it is for both, I don't care. You know, I'm going to be <laughs> active whether whether I'm going to have the thing how it is now or how it was beforehand. I'll, I'll still be good to go. So. Most of the time, I don't see issues with things that I did in Grand Arena or Territory Wars. I've yeah. never really noticed them. So, of course, it was matchmaking, and that's when it locked before. But I don't think that I usually throw Zetas on right before a Territory War. Usually, I do them in the middle of a TB because I know that those actually happen in the TB. That's usually when I do those sorts of things. So yeah we'll see yep well i know you're excited about this next thing updates to the well okay i know you're excited about half of it (laughs) i I think you're about as excited for the other half as i am 
But updates oh, to yeah. the Grand Arena Championships. They talked about how the first two Grand Arena Championships were Clone Wars themed. Whether they told us that or not. Because I don't remember them telling us. They probably did. I, but I do not either. So <laughs> They had Galactic Republic, Clones, Separatists, and General Grievous in various fashions uh, in the feats. Uh, if you think back, there were a lot of them like that. Where they win a fleet arena battle with Endurance. Or win a certain amount of battles or defeat a certain amount of enemies with separatists or defeat a certain amount of enemies with galactic republic you could see what all those feats were so you could see how that was the theme for the last two well the new one will be first order faction themed uh with yes. new and interesting feats around first order now you sent me this list so why don't you talk about some of yeah. these so this take this as a data mine because it is data mine this is all data mine info guys but it from what i'm seeing here it's it's i think it's gonna be a legit thing so um here we go i mean there's a lot of them to chat about so we're gonna start at the top perfected strategy is the name of this one and i mean do you want to go like from the top to the bottom or you want to just kind of group them together because there's like a few of them right there's like a yeah there's a few that are very similar yeah i got the fleet ones on the top and the character ones on the bottom yeah okay i see it okay so this one, perfected strategy, is win a fleet arena battle without using reinforcements. I, how are Someone tell me how that can happen. <laughs> okay, I think I can probably pull it off with my weird Thrawn combo of a team. Um, the Chimera, Houndstooth, and uh, Poe and, and uh, TIE Fighter pilot. I could, but I mean, that is RNG dependent, man. Who would want to, in a GAC, have some RNG with ships? I, for one, would hate that. And... Hopefully this isn't like a huge, uh, you know, a huge banner thing. I would like it to be like low, like an 80 or lower. I don't want to see this being like a 250 plus. I would absolutely hate that. Yeah, that would be rough. Especially, <sighs> Man. But that's the thing. Like I'm worried about it might be because this seems so hard. And it's like, please don't do Yeah. <laughs> and it's only like one. Well, we think it's just like one uh, battle each uh, GAC round. Mm. Which makes sense because there's not like a whole bunch of uh, capital ships. So I, maybe maybe it's like a thing. Maybe they give us like two weeks to do it, which would make sense, I guess. But even then, that's still uh, still some RNG, guys. <laughs> it really is. Holy cow. Now, I'm thinking that it might also work in regular fleet arena. So you might have as many chances as you want. Oh, so. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've, I just misread that. That's a good point. That's uh, Here's what I do. That's not GAC. I put that's in, fleet arena. I put in my worst ships tank myself all the way down to like the 300s and that's when i finish all those fleets because at the yeah. top of mine i'm terrible with ships i usually sit around 110 so this works for me it might not work for you if you're at, at in the top 10 because yeah. you probably don't want to do that but for me if i want to if i want to defeat thing was without using reinforcements i'm going to tank down into the people that don't care at all and kill <laughs> yeah. them so that's yeah. probably what I would do. I think I misread this. It's not It's not for GAC. It's just Fleet Arena. So it shouldn't be that big of a deal. If you're in a Fleet Arena shard, unlike me, I'm not in one. I got kicked from mine a while ago. You should be good. For me, it's going to be a little bit of a problem. I got I to gotta dip down. I got to dip down in those uh, 100s, 200 range, get it going there. So. Come, a, come slum it with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. All right. Uh, so this next one is called... Scour the skies. Win a fleet arena battle with. Okay, I I don't like this one. I don't. Um, win a win a fleet arena battle using both first order Tie fighter ships during the battle. So we're talking about. Um, let me bring it up. It's first order Tie pilot, and then there's a special forces um, Tie pilot. You need both of those ships 
in a battle while you uh, while you win a battle. And I think how this this one works is you got to bring them both into play. They can't just sit as reinforcements. They have to come into the battle. I think, which is going to be really really gross. I don't like that. Um, yeah, I don't least... think I wrote down the entire wording. I just kind of yeah. summarized it. So let me bring yeah, this up I... here. Yeah, I'll bring, uh, I'll bring it up too. For those of you looking for what we're looking at here, there it is up on the screen. But it says, win a fleet arena battle using both first order TIE fighter ships during the battle. Yeah. So I think you're all you're dead on with that, that it's going to have to be during the battle. Because I'm... I'm not sure if it was uh, this last season. I think it was the season beforehand, the first season of GAC. That's one where we had to use clone ships, and you had to bring in, like, two clone ships to the battle, and I tried doing that once, and you actually needed them to be in the battle. Um, like, actually as, like, not like a reinforcement. You know, they had to be in the, the battle fighting. The starting so, starters? Starters, Oof. yeah, 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 starters. So, for this, I'm not a fan of, for these two ships. Hmm, <laughs> Yeah, it's, that's that one. That one will be rough. Yeah, probably one of the roughest, honestly, from this whole list we've got. <sighs> but hey, you got a fleet <laughs> shard, you're good to go. <laughs> okay, so this next one is titled "Taking Command." Win a fleet arena using Kylo Ren. So these other two ones are with uh, you got to win a fleet arena using Kylo Ren's, like the OG Kylo Ren's command shuttle, and then you got to win another one with uh, Cruise Tie Silencer. Those ones aren't as bad as the other one we just talked about, but I mean, I think the command shell is pretty. It's still not as good. Um, Silencer is pretty good. Though. A, isn't it? A, I think it's a better reinforcement, and it's yeah. It's I, interesting yeah. though because that one says most people use command shuttle as a reinforcement, I believe. And if you look at the wording on that one, it doesn't say during the battle on that one. Yeah, that one different. just says win a fleet arena battle using Kyloran's command shuttle. So. Maybe that one will work as a reinforcement, since most people use it yeah. as a reinforcement. I would so. like to think so. Yeah, I would. We'll see. Okay, so, so those are the those are the the fleet feats. So uh, now we're on to uh, character feats. Dude, these are these are going to be. Uh, I wouldn't say they're going to be as bad. They're going to be on par. If you guys have uh, neglected your um, some of your first order, you're going to hate these. So. <laughs> that's me yeah already yeah, hating no, them. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> so i mean some of these are they're not like around the first order but i mean you can just toss in first order and still get these other ones done so like the first one right clear the field use a cleanse or it says in parentheses dispel ally debuffs use that ability 50 times in grand arena i don't know or no, 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 never mind. It just says you had dispel 50 uh, debuffs. So you don't need to use that ability 50 times. That's kind of crazy. You got to just dispel, to me at 50 least. 50 of says, them. Yeah, 50 of the debuffs. So that's not bad. You can just like run if you wanted to, like versus a Karth team. Run your first order. Your first <laughs> order officer will just, you know, he'll go ham. That's going to be an easy feat, right? So that's the first one. The second one is a little bit trickier. It's called Fallen Student. You're going to need to defeat 12 enemies in GA with with Kylo Ren or Kylo Ren Unmasked. I, I don't know how I feel about this one because those two guys, they don't do crazy, crazy damage like the uh, the Fox or the FOTP. So I don't know how you're going to pull this one off because you have to kill them. They can't just be present while you kill somebody. They have to actually kill somebody. They have to land the finishing blow. Um, I don't like that. 
I don't like that at all. So, that's a tricky one. I can't see Kylo doing it. Uh, unmasked. I can see a Zated, a Zated offense modded uh, regular Kylo doing it with yeah. that second special, but it'd have to be a beefy hit for sure. It, yeah, it really, really does. Um, and I don't think my, my Gear 12 OG Kylo can do, you know, 20k plus. I mean, maybe if I have the mods right, I could. But it's going to be... I think that's going to be a little bit trickier, honestly. So that's that one. And then here we go. The next one's called Grip of the First Order. Defeat. So this is just like the uh, the Separatist ones or the, the Galactic Republic ones. You just got to kill 24 enemies in GA with First Order characters. So that's... I think that one's very, very easy. You mean you just play over a couple weeks of GA, you're gonna get it done. So as you as you just progress in the GA, you got it. Um, there's not a whole lot to that one. And then advantage uh, first order. This is uh, gain the advantage buff 50 times in GA. That's extremely easy, I would say. Um, you toss in Phasma there. You toss in you know just even Crew with his unique. You give out you give out extra advantage. That's an easy one in my opinion, right? Yep, I see that one being pretty simple. Yeah. Okay, this one though. This, this is one's probably, weird. Like, yeah. what? Where were they to come up with this? Oh man, what happened here, man? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, this is a. This is called FN two one eight seven, and it says win a GA battle with a squad containing Finn and First Order Stormtrooper. What? What? <laughs> I am confused. Me. Come on. Have you ever used those two together? Never. Before this, right? No. Exactly. What are they thinking here, man? This is. This has to either be, you know, some weird first order synergies with Finn. I don't see that happening though. I mean, people have been been telling me like, "Hey, Ian, you can just run a JTR Finn and toss in this stormtrooper guy as a fifth. I don't think that's going to work too well, guys. Um, if he's a taunting tank, he's going to be hit a lot. Um, he's going to die. Um, it seems like it to me, and I don't like that idea. I don't want to lose extra banners in GAC, so I don't know how I'm going to use that. Um, I don't. Can't wait to That's hear right. about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you guys are out there, you know a little team comp that you can get that done, let me know, please. Holy cow. <laughs> <sighs> so going on here. Going on here, it says, Execution Squad win a GA battle with a squad containing Captain Phasma and Executioner. That one's uh, that one's doable, I think. Um, Phasma is a very, very outdated character, right? But... Uh, if you guys are like me, you got like a weird first order Watt comp versus Night Sisters. That is gonna work. It will, just hands down. It will. I mean, you're not gonna every round fight a god modded Night Sister team, so you're gonna you know run into somebody that's gonna have a little bit slower of a Night Sisters. You're gonna you're gonna win with that team. If you do want to run the Watt team, if not, just use it. You know, versus like a Karth team or whatever you want to use. That's pretty easy to me. Um, oh, here's a here's a pretty crazy one. I think um, it says various full clear on your first tries feats so yeah, so there's three of them there's full clear yeah. fuller clear and perfect clear yeah. the first one is win a round of grand arena completely clearing every zone on the first try full full clear is win two rounds of grand arena completely clearing every zone on your first try those two very doable you then you get to the third one win 12 rounds of grand arena completely clearing every zone on your first try <laughs> That's the entire GAC. That, that's that's going flawless. Like yeah. the epitome of flawless. You can't mess up. And <laughs> it's, it's... I'm not sure if you guys know who Blade Baca is, but he's a top-end Div 1 arena player or GAC player. He got ranked 2 this time, and I still think that's extremely tough for him to do, even though he has perfected mods 
perfected teams and everything. That is, I don't know about that one, man. That's a crazy feat. Holy cow. The craziest, I would say. That is, that, that one's going to be given out a lot of uh, points. Oh, yes. No doubt. Just I to would ensure see... that you get top end rewards. How about that? You know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, holy cow. Yeah, I would put that on top of winning everyone flawlessly. Yeah. That's a that's a big chunk. Yeah, and then uh, we're about to our end of these feats here. So the next one is called Finish What You Started. When a GA battle with a squad containing um, either Kylo Ren or Kylo Ren Mask. So that one's pretty easy, right? And then the next one, the last one here, it says... Better than clones. This one is interesting, and I think um, it's something to talk about a little bit. It says, win a GA battle with a squad containing three First Order military characters. First Order military, when it, when that's a, a thing right there, I think uh, the only ones that could actually be you know, coming to the game or already are in the game, um, pretty much the non-Kylos, right? Unless I'm wrong there. I don't think they're military. I'm bringing up military? the characters now. Yeah, I don't think they are. You got Phasma... Stormtrooper, officer, yeah. executioner, TIE pilot, and special forces TIE pilot. Yeah, so both, both TIE pilots. Everyone but the Kylos, I think. Which, yeah, if that's the case, they want to they wanna give like a new little tag or... We don't really... In this game, we don't really have sub-tags, do we? I don't think we do. No, because um, then there would be yeah. separatist droids, but they don't. Yeah. that's not actually a thing. Well, do they have a fee with separatist droids, like specific separatist droids? Not in GAC, right? Maybe in TV, no. right? TV, they have the stuff there. TV, they know. have specific missions for droids, but they just... Yeah. They don't call them separate droids. They just put, say, these are the five you need. Yeah. Or these are the, the droids yeah. you need. So if I was to bet, I would say we're going to get a little new of a tag for First Order. We're going to get a lot of different military characters, including the ones we already have. And I would expect uh, with First Order, I would expect... Wouldn't Knights of Ren be considered First Order? Like with the Kylos, I would like to think so, or maybe they're Sith. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a huge. Uh, Knights <laughs> I don't of know guy. too much about them yet. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. But yeah, I'm not totally they sure. They'd have to. They'd have to add those pretty quick though, to even make that available for GAC. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? All right. So I think is that it. Small changes about. The, the layouts added shingle single ship zone so yeah we're pretty sure it's just like one ship zone and people are wondering how many nodes yeah just pretty pretty much one and there's not there's like not a new map right no so what they said was they were changing the map to add ships but to me that doesn't mean they're actually changing the map they're just taking out a character it'll yeah. probably be the back top zone like it was in the exhibitions will be yeah. ships uh but they also said that they were going to be changing the map around but they will never do it in the middle of a gac so this next one won't change in the middle of it the next one we see might have different map than we yeah. saw before where a ship moves to the front or things like that and yeah i think that's pretty much all they said i yeah the biggest problem to me is i enjoyed it without ships <laughs> yeah i did too. i it gave me the best chances to win because I just hate ship battles. And I would have to like dig up some of these old uh, GA rounds, like with ships, and just see like what the distribution of uh, points are and banners because I, I can't mm -hmm. remember. Um, I think though you get like max banners if I was to remember right. I think it was of course the capital ship and then the, the three starters and then two reinforcements. And if you can keep everybody alive there, 
That's Max Banners. I think that's Max Banners, if I was to remember right. Which doesn't sound crazy, because when you talk about Negotiator, well, you can only have three reinforcements. I don't think most times you need the third reinforcement when you're fighting, like, a Falcon team. Maybe even sometimes in a mirror match Negotiator. So I think we should be safe there, but it is ships. I'm not a fan of ships, and neither are you. So hopefully <laughs> it doesn't suck, you know. Hopefully they're not keeping them in every time going forward from here. I'd like for them yeah. to flip it around, be all characters this time, characters and ships, 3v3, you know. How do you feel yeah. about 3v3? I'm curious. I don't like it. I, I think it's it's a fun novelty thing, but I, do, I don't want to have my, my leaderboards and the competitive nature of GAC to be tied with 3v3. I think that should be a different type of mode. I don't like it in a GA format. Unless they want to like make it like a chillaxed version of GAC, then you can do it. I don't want to have to worry about you know, getting these modulators and see these the 60 mods every week. I don't want to worry about that with these 3v3s. I want it to be a different type of thing to go about. Yeah. I don't know. It'll, like I said, filling in for Wink, doing the exact job he always does. I love 3v3. <laughs> he hates it. So there we go. Same deal. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. He's not. You're not. So there well, we go. I would say I'm going <laughs> to not look forward to it. I just don't think it's the best thing for GAC, personally. I think it's a cool mode, and I think it's a little bit of fun. You can There's there's more I, theory crafting there than a 5v5, which is the best thing about that for me. Yeah, for sure. And that's, I, think, I think that's the best part. So I think the biggest thing for other people is they just don't want four weeks of it. So if it was yes. like a week-long GAC, just like a one-rounder, then yes. that would probably be better. Yeah, like just throwing like one little week of a hey, there's three three v three this week. There you guys go. I'm like, okay, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But if like yeah, full full on G or three v threes, nah, I'm okay. So okay, so I'm going to save the BTL for next week since it'll be the marquee will be next week. But I wanted to talk about the hyena bomber and its kit a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go off of swaga.gg just because. It looks better, and I'm putting it up on the stream, so <laughs> uh, let's get this up, and there it is. All right, so Hyena Bomber is out right now as a galactic chase. Uh, this ship, I can say this right now, is going to be very important for the Malevolence capital ship. Um, you can just tell by looking at the kit, as well as what was stated on the Galactic War podcast by top hat that malevolence will call vulture droids kind of like gba calls brute uh so you're gonna have a lot of vulture droids out and about with that capital ship so oh yeah with, with that said we'll go into the kit and you'll see exactly what i mean but you got hyena bomber it's listed as a robust separatist tank that inflicts buzz droids and protects allies uh Going to, looking at the stats a little bit real quick before we get into the kit. It's interesting as a tank that this dude is sitting right around 100,000 100, uh, health, which is actually right in the middle of ships for a tank. Yeah, It's not fantastic as far as health goes. But, but it is... when, you, when you incorporate the defense, though, I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, I think, and then you throw on top of that, it has the second highest protection in the game, ninety-two thousand. Yeah. So you're now you're up to a almost two hundred thousand hit points for the ship. You're actually, in a yeah. much better spot because uh, you can look if you scroll down the list on protection on 
on swaga.gg. Most ships are in the 20,000 to 50,000 range for protection. And then you get into your tanks that have those high numbers. So it is looking pretty beefy. And if you look, yeah. if you compare it to Houndstooth, they're almost identical in the amount of effective hit points. Yeah, so. it's, it's going to be a very solid ship. And in, I mean, for this one and the Y-Wing, to me, it seems like they're just faction-specific oriented houndstooths like just to i mean they even they even said this in their their um dev insights for these ships that they want to make houndstooth be used somewhere else you know that's what mm -hmm. it, that's what the intentions were which is a great thing in my opinion yeah so having this will definitely help you to open up houndstooth to defense or if you put this on defense having that for your offense to help you get yeah. through so it's a very good thing as far as uh yeah speed goes it's 161 so it's kind of slow but it is still 11 faster than houndstooth so you're still looking at a pretty good situation because if yeah. you're if you can deal with houndstooth speed you're going to be able to deal with hyena bomber speed yep I'm, I'm bummed out i can't see my dot gg will not pull up right now i don't know why i'm trying to pull it up <laughs> I did see uh, somebody, and I think it was Escape Podcast Discord. They had a, they already had a seven star version of it, and I can't figure out where that little screenshot is. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm like, holy Damn. cow, man! How already? much? How much canteen energy? I mean, yeah. I will say this: the the drops for Galactic Chase have been great. I'm farming a 16 energy node for signal data, and uh, yeah. I think most of the time, I was getting fives and sixes. I okay, so I sim everything in groups of eight. Don't ask me why. It's just the way I do that. But every time I was getting at the least four, most of the time five and six out of those eight. So a lot yeah. of shards. I've only used about 850 energy so far. I haven't used my refreshes today. I'm going to do that after the podcast. But in about 850 energy, I'm already up at 45 shards. It's not bad. So it's going pretty, good, pretty actually, well. Honestly, wait, was that 800 you said energy? Yeah, about 800 energy. Yeah, that's that's way better drop rates than what I had. I had a thousand and what was it like a thousand fifty nine, and then plus I did three refreshes, and I'm only at like a fifty seven, and then plus the one oh, this morning, so I'm at sixty one. So I mean that is, yeah, that's some pretty pretty dang good uh, RNG on your part. So so what you're saying is don't expect that tonight. <laughs> I mean, I if I do, I'll, I'll be very keep, happy. Uh, you keep getting those, yeah. That's I'll just be extra stuff. happy. Yeah. Um, do the do drop range change for different energy investments? Is farming eight energy nodes the best path? Joker, there is an old post from one of the old Galactic Chase. If you go and look at it, uh, it scales with how much energy you spend so that the odds of the drop are higher with the more energy you spend. That way you're not being punished for farming what you need to farm as opposed to going and dropping them all on cruise node just to get double shard drops and better energy spent so yeah uh you can farm whatever you want drop rates are going to get better as the energy goes higher you're just not going to have as many chances so but i think in the end it evens out yeah i think it does too uh so ship abilities the basic is precision blast deal physical damage to target enemy and dispel all debuffs on the weakest separatist ally so already it's it's going in on that whole team synergy thing you were talking about. Uh, yeah. 
very strong to be able to dispel all the debuffs on one of your allies. It's going to do that on I mean, every that... basic for this ship. So Yeah, it's just like a Houndstooth kind of. I mean, this kit, more than the Y-Wing, sounds to me a little bit more like Houndstooth-esque. But yeah, th this is extremely strong with basic, man. Holy cow. That's a lot of dispelling right there. Especially for those buff-heavy teams you go up against. So, yeah. so first special, or only special, Synchronized Salvo. <laughs> yeah. Deal physical damage to all enemies, so an AoE, and inflict one buzz droid, which can't be resisted. This yeah. attack ignores defense. That's a, that's a big special right there. That's a big special. Huge, actually. It's... it's yeah, it, the damage on it looks pretty dang good. I mean, yeah, but man, you the the buzz droids they they reduce your defense too. So an AOE with more buzz droids, I'm not sure what the uh, the what's it called like the steps on the whole whether this gets applied and that gets applied. Like if it's uh, the the buzz droids get applied, then you do your damage. That's already a lot of reduction to their defense. That's like a, even more damage. And then you toss in, maybe you get even more buzz droids from like a like a vulture, dude. That's some big, huge damage potential right there. Huge. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Then you get Jeez. into the first unique chatter, which is kind of where you start to see where the tankiness of this ship comes in. Because the first time I read through this kit, I read the first two, and I'm like, neither of these has a taunt. So what are we doing here? Uh, yeah. But chatter, the unique hyena bomber ignores. First off, Hyena Bomber ignores taunt. Get through those annoying tanks. Take out things that you've lowered right as someone else taunts. Uh, and has plus 50% defense for each Separatist ally and plus 10% tenacity for each droid ally. Which will include summoned droid allies. So yes. add an extra one in there. <laughs> so you're getting a lot of defense, a lot of tenacity depending on the team you're building. Right now there's only two other droid allies that this ship could have uh as well as the one that malevolence will call so that's that's possibly up to what what is that 30 percent tenacity you can get yeah, 30 percent 150 for the defense and i think you can double dip because vulture droid is separatist so you're gonna get your uh defense with that as well so there's just a lot of tankiness coming out of just that does, first part of this ability. Does that count for himself too? Because it's like it says for each droid and each separatist. Does that mean for other? Because they, they like to tweak these words around, like for Rex's stuff. I think it's for other 501st when it comes to his unique Zeta. This one doesn't say for other. It just says for each. Ah, yes. Good call. So there so, might even be even more. Okay. Yeah. More tankiness. More. That's Holy that's cow. just even better. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. So this this that first sentence right there is going to be huge, at ju just for the even without being at the top of the the health numbers, just to keep, make that not matter. It also yeah, has I can. Oh my gosh, I'm just picturing these mirror matches from Loveland's. It's not gonna be fun. It's <laughs> like whoever has the fastest one of these hyenas or vultures is gonna be the winner. Yeah, so that's oh. why uh, that seven star that you were talking about is gonna be in a good spot. Oh yeah, all that extra. All those extra stats. Yeah. Here's the taunt. It also taunts for one turn whenever an enemy gains a buzz droid or an allied venture dro vulture droid has fallen below 50% health. I don't know if you know this. For those of you out there that don't, 
A, Malevolence, supposedly, we don't know the kit yet, calls Vulture Droids. Those do a lot of Buzz Droid work. There's also means there's more Vulture Droids. You can have yours out there, and you can have another one out there because of the Malevolence. So that's already two that, if they fall below 50% health, will make him taunt. On top of that... Um, what was the on top of that? Oh, Vulture Droid. If you fully max out his abilities, if the Vulture Droid, your Vulture Droid, dies and it has allies on the field, it summons another one. Yeah, it's so, like a zombie, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. coming back forever until you kill this hyena bomber. And Yikes. <laughs> yeah, That's Vulture Droid's going to be around for a long time. You're going to have to take out this hyena bomber. To make that happen, he's going to be taunting all the time if there's Vulture Droids just showing up out of nowhere all the time. Um, um, I'm just picturing these Geos built in with all this stuff, man. It, it's going to be... I don't even think you need any other additions to this team. You already got it. This plus Vulture plus the Geos. There you go. I think that's going to be extremely strong of a team, man. And then whatever other reinforcements you want to bring in, like the Lando's Falcon, maybe Ebon Hawk. I mean, holy cow, man. I don't like he, they, how this... this these possibilities are... Yeah, the mirror is going to be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. The the last part, still good. Whenever a Separatist ally is target locked, lots of Separatist allies, they oh, gain yeah. crit hit immunity for two turns. <laughs> oh, no. So oh, have fun with that. Better bring those dispels because you're going to have a lot of crit hit immunity out there. Like, I don't even think uh, uh, Relic 7, Han, and Chewie, maxed out Falcon, can break through this guy in like a volley of hits i don't see it happening that's just there's too much defense too much things to go through man it's ridiculous i am really excited to see this dude or all the dudes put together uh the last one is the hardware so the reinforcement uh separatist allies have plus 25 percent accuracy anytime you put accuracy on there i know that you're not meaning for us to do it <laughs> Severus Alice have plus 25% accuracy. Additionally, they gain speed up and crit hit immunity for two turns. So, not the best reinforcement, but I'm pretty positive you're going to want to have him out there at the beginning every time. Yes, just like a little houndstooth. Um, really quick, Shamud says, but stars don't change speeds. Um, true, yeah, I... I was gonna I, I was gonna talk about that, but I want to get over the, the yeah. That's one thing that when you're talking about since there's no crew, there's no relics involved here. Um, once you get ha or once you have rather in like a mirror match, I guess you could say both of these guys, Vulture and Hyena Seven Star, um, their speeds are gonna be exactly the same. So it's a coin flip. So that's that's just not good in my opinion. It's probably even worse than what it could have been with. Uh, differing speeds i guess you could say we so so this is one thing we were talking about i was talking about with some of the other uh, content creators earlier today is if we moved towards no pilot pilotless ships there would have to be something added to yes. uh differentiate ships and someone was like well they could bring ship mods and i'm like you know what mm -mm. Mm -mm. i would be okay with it if there were no speed if they did added ship mods but did not add speed to the mods i'd be okay with it uh, or I if mean, you yeah, could okay find a way to put mods on your current mods onto the ship, but the speed part was irrelevant, I'd be hey, okay. Maybe with that that's too. what this next little mod stuff they want to bring out is towards this. Like whole neck here should be centered around ships. There you go, some little uh, ship extra added on to mods. Once you get them, like what? What would that be? What would that be? Six, uh, 
six E plus. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Hurts my mind to think about. Yeah, exactly. So that's the Hyena Droid. I'm really, I personally am really excited for this ship as a guy that's going to unlock Malevolence within days of him dropping in the store. So I'm really going hard after this guy just because I know this is going, he's, you read his kit, you know he's going to be a central piece for that team. Really, really want to see how much of uh, him I can get through the chase. And then depending on where I end up, you know, decide whether I want to invest yeah. any uh moolah into the ship but we'll see i i'm uh, still i'm st i'm still with you on the whole gs burn me but the other part too is i have a i have a metric crap ton of shards because of it so yeah could end up being worth it so we'll see yeah well you want to chat about the next fun little ship we got <laughs> I, I i like this the one we just chatted about a little bit more personally the hyena to, my, to me at least is a little bit more fun and exciting yeah why don't y wing so since it's not as fun as an exciting why don't you go over the uh the wine okay <laughs> okay so this is what are the what is the little name for it? it's the oh no that's the wrong one it's the, this btlb y wing yeah. let me bring it up one second i clicked the wrong flipping link let me let me figure this out yeah this so one it's pretty cool. I like... Yeah, here we go. It's the BTL-BY-Wing. This is uh, one... I was just listening to the Galactic... Or not Galactic War. The... Uh, holy cow. Um, the Escape Podcast. They were talking about this Y-Wing being added. They didn't like it. They they wanted there to be a pilot to it. Which uh, I think... Uh, yeah, maybe you could have. But honestly, at the end of the day, I'm okay with it without a pilot. So it says this is a tank and a GR. So Galactic Republic. And then it says it's a Galactic Republic tank that can withstand significant damage in taunts when its allies are in need. Doesn't that read just exactly like the Hyena Bomber? It, it pretty much does. <laughs> when their allies are in need. I hope yeah. it's not the same. It was when your allies are in need as Royal Guard, which is kind of what Hyena, oh. which is kind of what Hyena Bomber was in part because one of his, his one of his taunts, one of the the keys to pulling his taunt was Vulture Droids going below fifty percent health and. Most of the time, if things are that low, they just get obliterated anyway. Yeah. So that's kind of scary. People in chat are like, ooh, Mace coming back. Mace rework. Ooh. Dude, I, I like Mace's capital ship a lot. Um, yeah, uh, but let's chat about this guy's kit. Um, so his basic is called Twin Laser Cannons. And it just does physical damage to target enemy. And it deals more damage. Or no, it says this tech deals 20% more damage for each ally with Valor. Um, well, if you want to have an endurance really fast, on his AoE, he gives out Valor to everybody, right? Yep. Yeah, but for the Negotiator, it's pretty much the exact same thing because he has that one volley move with the mass assist that he gives out Valor there and the TM. And I think he target walks. Uh, I might be uh, wrong there. But I mean, that's, a, that's a huge special. Um, if you have a really fast negotiator, like a fast GK relic or relic 7 GK with some 60 mods, he's going to be going first or somewhat first, depending on how fast his malevolence is, you know. And that's some big damage. I would like this. Well, to me, at least, it seems like this guy could be a, a clutch tank at times, like when your allies are low. But he mm -hmm. can also dish out that huge damage with Valor. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, 
Then the let's see here, special one. So these these two guys only have one special. What's um, sorry? One second. What is the yeah, name it. of the buff that negotiator gives? Oh, what is it? Um, it's not valor, is it? Loyalty, something loyalty, unending loyalty. I think. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right? Yeah. So it's That's, not. It's like I thought little, for some reason they both gave out valor, but I don't have negotiator, so. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm on it right here. So it says for the uh, he has for negotiator he has a couple few specials um one of the the mass assist ones is the mobilize that's where you get the valor on the gr allies and you get the tm and all that stuff and then you have uh his other special that's his unending loyalty one that he gives the gr which i think you you partner that with this uh this wiling it's gonna be very strong so i think uh yeah the valor is right there i, I don't see any other valor besides like an anakin that, that can give out valor whenever he hits somebody with target lock there could be more. I I honestly can't remember. So, so people are saying Anakin hitting a target locked unit gives an ally value. Yes. Yeah. I think. So you got Anakin. You got the GK's negotiator that can do that. But besides that, I can't think of anybody that can give out um, valor. Well, you can't. Yeah. You can't stack valor. That's the thing. You can't stack valor. You only get it like once, unless it like goes away. Then you get it back, right? So. Um, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, you just get a fast GK out, you do that one AOE, you get everybody with Valor, then the guy goes, and I'm pretty sure, um, you get the Valor and then he attacks, so he's gonna get a sacking offense while he's also attacking at the same time, so that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, going back to his kit, so a special one, it's called Torpedoes Away, it says deal physical damage, well, I can't talk, deal physical damage to the target enemy and the weakest enemy. That is... I like this one a lot. Um, mm -hmm. It's a lot like uh, yeah. It's a lot like Hyena's ability to ignore taunt. Yes, and I, yeah, it's a little bit RNG with like the weakest enemy, but who cares, man? I mean, you're talking about mirrors. Anakin's quite squishy. You know, he's gonna be hitting Anakin if there's also a Y wing there, so that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then it says also it dispels all buffs on them. Just like, yeah, just like Hyena, you're right there. And then it says also um, the Y-Wing gains, or no, the Y-Wing taunts and gains protection up 50%. That's a lot of uh, percent right there for two turns. And this attack can't be evaded. So these are very similar kits, uh, both Hyena and and, and Y-Wing. Um, very, very similar. So he'd gain um, about 35% protection because he's at, he's at 70. He, that, this is a very... Is it tanky? He is not tanky. Oh, this not. guy's at oh, 88,000 health and 70,000 protection. So he's about 50,000 less than than your hyena bomber and houndstooth. What was his HP again? His his health power is 88,000. Okay. Um, which is uh... literally for a tank, if you're looking at health health powers, he's second from the bottom for ships. Wow. All ships. He has the second lowest health of all ships. And it's a tank. Yikes. Um, I don't like that. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's keep reading. I mean, there's still some hope for this guy. He has a unique. He only has one unique. Astromech advantage. And it says that the Y-Wing has 15% max protection for each Galactic Republic ally, including reinforcements. So, oh, well, um, there's the protection like a, gain. Yeah. Like, once you get, like, a seven-star negotiator, you're going to have those two reinforcements. That's... Uh, Five reinforcements plus the three. And it says here, it says for each, not not other, but each ally. So it's going to include himself. So what's the math there, man? 15 times eight? 
Five plus the starting three. Let me whip out my good old iPhone. Fifteen <laughs> percent. That's. I mean, that's crazy. Like, uh, General Skywalker has the same thing. He has this whole uh, max protection thing too. Um, one point two. Um, fifteen percent times eight. That's one point two. That's that's crazy. That's gonna double. Yeah, that's that just pretty much made up for his low HP right there. Yeah, because that's did. gonna give him. Let's see here. 70,000, he'll go up to 140,000 protection plus another 20%. So he's looking 140, 140,000 protection yeah, plus the 88,000 uh, health. So now he's looking like the other tanks. Yeah, and then you keep reading here, and it says he recovers 10% health whenever a, a, I like to just say GR because that's just a long word for me. A GR ally is critically hit by an enemy, so... There will be a lot of critical hits flying around. He will be healing a lot if he is um, to his uh, just HP and he lost his protection, right? So that's pretty cool. Um, and then it also says here that he taunts for two turns anytime unending loyalty effect triggers on an allied ship. Um, if you guys haven't played a whole lot with Negotiator, um, just know that Anakin does get unending loyalty whenever um, Negotiator is the ship. So if he's in, if Anakin's in the starting three, he will get immediately unending loyalty. So if uh, somehow you're in a mirror match and um, the like the Negotiator goes first and he's gonna just light up your Anakin, well, guess what? This new light wing will immediately taunt whenever that's popped, which is really cool. And that could be a little bit easier of a mirror match. I mean, already right now, it's a pretty easy mirror match um, with, uh, with like, the little tricks and tips you can do. So, I mean, th that's pretty huge, I think. Um, and that's not just for him. There's, like, a whole other special with, with a, um, GK that gives it all out to everybody. So, he's going to be taunting a lot. And it also says, wow, um, I like this one a lot, too. When, when he's defeated, the Y-Wing is defeated, all GR allies gain 30% counter chance for the rest of the battle. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. And let's see, uh, the reinforcement hardware, backup procedure, enter battle, and the Y-Wing taunts for three turns and gives all allies retribution. So that's, I mean, you just you just look at the hyena and this guy, they just pick apart the different parts to the Houndstooth and they just kind of spread it apart from these two ships. And mm -hmm. they just add in these, these faction-specific tags and synergies, which I, it's pretty cool, I guess. I don't think you want to run either of these ships as a reinforcement, though. You would really want these guys in the starting three. Um, so, especially if you're like you're saying, if General An if or sorry, if Anakin's AT uh, two is it AT two? If his ship is gaining that yeah. unending loyalty at the beginning, that would make it an instant wouldn't it? Pretty much, yeah. It, yeah. As long as the uh, the other enemies go before you, then you'll you'll lose it, and then you're gonna get a taunt. Which is pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah. And people are asking, who would you uh, take away from that team? Uh, pretty much just toss out the Houndstooth you're already running and toss him that guy. Um, I don't know how he'll be, you know, lower star because he's going to be a marquee and then you got to wait a couple months, right, to farm him. Mm -hmm. So I, I honestly wouldn't even touch him unless you get him seven star for really either of these ships. These are tanks, right? So you want to have them at the max of their HP protection as you can. So yeah, I really don't only, run these guys unless they're seven star. And the only reason Houndstooth really worked in that spot 
at low star was because of his regeneration, which neither of these guys... Well, this one does in a, to of, a yeah. fact, but Hyena really doesn't have as much. If yeah. Any. So. Yeah. I, I just like these ships a lot. I, I like how they're... They understand and they're like aware that Houndstooth is being uh, spammed all over the place. Everybody's running him and they're like, hey, maybe we should come out with some, you know, unique ones, but are pretty much the exact same as the Houndstooth. And then we can use the Houndstooth somewhere else, which I think is cool, especially if they're going to force upon us ships in GAC. I like this for that reason. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. Absolutely. So, those are the two new ships that came out this week. Look for Hyena Bombers out right now for the Galactic Chase, but the Marquee starts on the 7th for the Y-Wing. So, watch out for that next week. Um, there is one more thing that I wanted to do. I thought it'd be kind of fun, because I'm just curious. You like yeah. some Grand Arena counters. I decided oh. maybe we should play a little game. I'm going to tell you what my... I set this defense all the time, so I don't mind saying it on the podcast because anyone that fights me is going to see this regardless. So I'm going to tell you what mine is. You tell me what you would use, and then I'll go over some of my other harder defenses that I don't set, and then you can tell me for those. But I'll okay. describe my defense or the team. You tell me which two, two teams you would use. Which one would be your first choice, and what would be your backup? All right, let's go for it. All right. First up, on the top... I have the Murder Bears, minus Ewok Scout with Paplu. All Gear 12, all Zetas. Oh, man, right that's off. a tough one. How would you beat the Ewoks? Oh, man. That? I know what I do, <laughs> which makes it sad that I yeah, put this on defense every time. But Oh, do you? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I mean, there are specific times where you can like see if the guy has a nest that's modded correctly um and you can you can run them or not you know just depending on what the nest looks like but i've i fought the same guy twice in, in like a span of two different weeks and he put you and he put you walks on defense nest counters that beautifully 63 banners very very easily unless the ewoks are you know all gear 12 with zetas and with gear 13 then it kind of is a bit scarier but if your nest is still modded for all those HP protection, you know, tenacity. You you should be perfectly fine. I don't think it. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. Nest counters Ewoks very handily. Okay, so let's pretend the, that the Ewoks timed out your nest, and now Oof. you have to beat them again. Oh no! They uh, just could not get that. Could <laughs> not get that days off of him. Or her, sorry. Yeah. What would you? I go straight for the be? troopers. I go straight for the troopers. Well, that's actually the dude. I don't know, man, because they're gonna have preloaded TM. Paplu is gonna be pretty dang quick, and they could still have all their their specials ready to use. I uh, I still say troopers though, because troopers can still do some big boy damage. So I right. say troopers. So I'm gonna write these down because now you have nest. You don't have nest, all right? Okay. So nest is out for you. Oof, this is tough. Tough old all right. game. Next up, you've got... Let me find my squad builder so I can remember what I put with who. All right, next up, you've got Old Republic. You've got the Zetas on Karth, Mission, and Zalbar, but everyone is gear 12 except for Candrus. Everyone is gear 11, but Candrus is gear 12. 
Okay. Um, I'd go for a uh, JTR counter. Counter those uh, those car teams. If you want a specific team, though, I would I would say it's going to be JTR, BB-8, Trooper, um, Finn, and then another random droid. Don't use R2. You want to save him and 3PO for a different team. Personally, personally. I would probably say T3 is a good bet, or uh, Chopper if you got Chopper, or IPD if you want to have uh, IPD there as well. So that's my little choice right there. It's a, JTR it can be used in a lot of different spots. All right. Uh, just to answer Shamut's question in uh, chat. Actually, two weeks ago when we did Grand Arena on the podcast, this is where we found out about the Scout, and that's why I uh, recently started working on gearing my Scout up. I have him gear 11. Getting to gear 12 wouldn't be too hard, but I know all about the high-potency... Uh, Holy cow. High-potency critting thing? Scout. It is, because it oh beat, the crap, beat the crap out of my really good nest. Because Scout removes has a fifty percent chance to remove fifty percent turn meter on his basic. Timed me out because Scout constantly took away the turn meter on my dazed Dude. nest and ended nest. So taking Paplu out for we I don't know when OM talked about this. I'm not I will never take credit for an idea, but it was definitely seen on live stream on this show. A my opponent's Ewoks destroying my nest because he because he put in Scout, I didn't realize what it was going to do, and that turn meter reduction was nasty. So, yes, I have seen the Scout thing because I have witnessed <laughs> oh it and have had it happen to me, and it sucks. So, yeah. Dude, that is, that is actually something I might kind of work on here soon because my Ewoks are around the gear 11 to gear 10 range. So, that's a cool idea. So, you, you just take out Paplu, and you... you do you keep everybody else like a uh, chirpa wicket law gray scout and the elder is that a team? yep pretty much Dang, because okay. low gray really not doing too much in the team anyway against nest most of the time this will help make some unnestable so uh that the only thing really you're getting out of paplu is that taunt and most of the time that doesn't really yeah just matter too much so and you would want to have another high potency um Logray too, right? Logray and the Scout. Yep, Logray and Scout. Make sure you get that daze on them, and then just start taking the turn meter away over and over. Dang, because they take so that's, many turns. That's pretty nice. That is a new thing for me. I have I have never heard that. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely check it out because it's it's a good it's pretty good uh pretty good strat. Uh, so JTR with droids, you got that. Yeah. All right, so they are taking that out. Did you have a second team? Well. I uh, recently did lose one of those, so if I was a cleanup, I'd uh, probably uh, run my own Ewoks if I had them available. Trying to let me see my, because it did happen recently. I was kind of bummed out about that all. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, just really any other team if you have built up, you don't really have any plans for using. Um, yeah, I, I, let's just say Ewoks for now. I, I think Ewoks. All right. Could clean up those guys. All right, let's see. What do I got next? What next is, let's see, All Gear 12 Night Sisters, Zeta's on, Talzin, Asajj, and Daka. Putting in Talia and Night and Zombie. No spirit. Talia and, okay. Um, 
I would go for the first order Watt team because uh, I like I prefer Watt on offense. Um, he's good on defense. I mean, he's good anywhere. You, you put him anywhere, he's going to be awesome, right? But I like him on offense because he can ensure you get a lot more higher banners. And first order, we didn't use them versus Karth, so we still have them available here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would use them versus especially a Gear 12 Night Sister team. If you're going to run a Gear 13 Talzin especially um, Night Sister team, I would be a little bit worried. Um, and, and even then, it still comes down to the speeds on the Night Sisters. But if it's Gear 12, I would still run this first order Watt team. Um, it's going to be a crew lead with... This is where Phasma comes into play. Phasma, and this is this is a great team, guys, for you guys out there. If you do have a Watt, build this team. I'm telling you guys, this is a great counter to Night Sisters. Um, I've done a video on this, and I'm pretty sure today Bulldog did too. And such a good team, and you're going to love this for those feats coming here soon. So it's Crew. If you want to either run um, OG Kylo or Phasma, feel free to. But for sure, you want to run Executioner and First Order Officer. There are times, though, where... You're going to need Thrawn because there's going to be disgustingly fast Talzins at gear 13, and you're going to probably need Thrawn. Um, but if you mod these guys fast, like the Faz- like the, yeah, like the Phasma or the OG Kylo, you shouldn't have an issue. And then, of course, Watt. Yeah. You need Watt. He, he has to be there, unfortunately. And I get it that not, not everybody has one. And I get it. But if you do, that's a huge... You will one. eventually. So there's yeah. there's hope. Even if you don't have them now. There is hope. At the end of the tunnel. <laughs> what about the backup? Oof. I typically don't... I don't, I don't really see any backups there. Um, but if you happen to, I guess... Uh, we already used the, t- the two easy cleanups already. The Ewoks and the Troopers. Who else could I whip out here? I'll allow you to use backups over a second time. Oh, really? Okay. Because let's... Well, that's... I'm assuming you beat them first try with the original okay. team. So I'm just curious what the backups would be if okay. you did. Um, well, this is a great <laughs> talking about not being able to use your General Skywalker because he's five-star and he can't do anything. Well, there you guys go. You can you can probably, if you, let's say you took out, uh, um, let's say hopefully you took out the Daka and Talzin, and then let's say you're left with a couple of them like a um, zombie and massage and probably like another tally, I guess. Then I would go with a GS. But yet again, this is this is like top end of play here. I mean, not, not a lot of people will have a GS. But if you do, I think GS with a couple of clones should be able to take that out because they can't get their their, their HP hurt at all, only the protection. But if we can use, uh, you know, redos, I guess maybe troopers. But GS, if you don't want to do redos here. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. All because right. the cool thing with... I have, like, another idea with like how I want to use uh, that whole GS team, especially when they're not maxed, is that you only need one other 501st ally for that um, that little thing to trigger. You, you don't need a full 501st team um, for the... Uh, what's it called? His, like, leadership to, to happen. It's, it's a little weird thing. It's the whole advance and cover thing you don't need a full team just like a couple five first but that's for a different thing let's go on <laughs> all right uh next i got uh rex lead gear 13 zated relic three double zated rex gear 13 relic three zated echo relic three and then you got uh gear 11 clone trooper 
Clone Trooper and Cody. And it's a Rex lead, you said? Yeah, Rex lead. No shock T? No shock T. Because she's still gear nine farming Kyrotex. Gosh dang. Here we go. Um, let's see. So there's going to be a lot of TM, right? Um, I would say undersized JKR if you could. If you don't want to do that, you could probably run a CLS team and undersize that. But I don't want to use CLS. I want to save him for a possible uh, Django team if you can. So really, it's either JKR or CLS here. And then we can use the other or there versus the other teams that mm -hmm. we can possibly see. So I don't know. I guess JKR. That's a solid team. I like using JKR versus that specific clones. Yeah, Dan also, what about what about First Order? Yes, that exact team that I was just talking about can also counter a Rex lead. Don't try that team, that First Order team versus Shock T because of the extra offense Echo will be getting. His hits will remove the protection off of crew, and that's not good. Um, as soon as your protection gets removed from the from crew, you pretty much lose. And it, it, whenever, he, whenever he dies, you lose immediately. So it's a risky team versus Shock T lead, but it can work versus Rex lead. At least in my tests. Awesome. Well, that's so, good yeah. info. Yeah. I'm about to check that team out. I, I really need to get my... I need to find time to gear my Watt. My Watt is still sitting at, like, gear three. Uh, I think I got him five stars this last TB, but he's just sitting there. And I have all these characters geared up. They're the, they are the version of First Order that I actually do have geared up. So if I can get yeah. that Watt up, that would be definitely be a good team for me. Well, let's see, just for uh, reference, I think, my, yeah, mine's only gear 10. Gear 10, and he's like 274 speed, nothing crazy. Um, but, man, like later down the line, a couple months, probably more than that. Once you get 7-star um, Watt, I would say with that first order team, you could probably auto a Night Sisters. That's just how strong it is. Because if, if you lose Watt early on, it's not going to go well. So I think, yeah, Watt's is a he, strong character for sure. Do you use, are you have him zeta yeah, Zeta on the unique. That's a you have to have that for the first order team to counter Night Sisters. Okay. It's pretty much like a extra tech you get out there. That's that's like the pre taunt pretty much for crew. It's a All it's right. a hot. Probably one of the best uniques in game, honestly. That's good. Because yeah. we hate to see uniques like uh like Bodhi Rook. <laughs> oh. Yikes, let's not talk about that guy. <laughs> that guy. All right, now you get into my back section, which is really hot garbage. So I don't even know if it's... Let's just pretend it's gear 12. That okay. way we can... It's a little more fun. Uh, let's <laughs> say Bounty Hunters, Bosk lead, Zeta with uh, Django, Zeta on his unique, Zeta Boba, and Dengar and Greedo. Okay. I would use... I would use... Well, we already used JTR, right? And I was... Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's go with CLS here. Let's go with CLS 3-man if you have good relics on your CLS trio with, like, Han and Chewie. If you don't, though, toss an old Ben as a fourth. Um, you will lose a banner because your old Ben will get hit somehow, but the others will pretty much get full HP and protection, so... And, and just the, the whole trio there will just shred bounty hunters. You just get a stun off of Bosk early on. You shred down both of the Fets, and then you're good to go. You win. Where... Where do you use your C-3PO? With Padme? Yeah, I use him typically for Padme. Right now with GS, if the guy does not have a leadership Zeta on the GS, 
If you didn't know, GS's leadership Zeta gives the stacking offense whenever I get a buff on my team. If he doesn't have that Zeta, I can just not use 3PO, but if he does, I would have to use 3PO. Um, but I did chat earlier about my Kira team. In that team, I don't even need um, 3PO, so he can really just be strictly for the Padme. And so yeah, Padme for sure with how 3PO is played and used. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, I, I only ask because usually I... I use undersized with undersized with CLS all the time, but I always use my 3PO in with them just to make them that much more potent. Get the exposes. It's yeah. they can well, pretty much can beat anything. Well, I can see you need him. Yeah, I can see you needing him versus like a like extremely relicked out bounty hunters, but that's not very likely. In like yeah, a, that makes sense because I usually use. Uh, I I wouldn't even really dream of using CLS against bounty hunters unless they're relicked, only because. Yeah. I almost always use JTR with with, uh, R2, right? with R2 and BB-8 yeah. against uh, Bounty Hunters. So, makes sense. Yeah. For, for, for my case, it's just like a little bit flip-flopped. My R2, I like him uh, with like other teams, like even Padme. So, JTR just likes to be thrown against either a First Order or a Car team for me. But yeah, that's a Bounty Hunters are definitely a strong team. And I think that JTR is a solid counter for sure. The so. next one in the exact same zone, both the JTR counters in the same group. Oof. Uh, Oof. Crew, Fox, First Order Stormtrooper, First Order Officer, and oh. uh, who's the fifth See, one? Oh, Kylo. This is this is tricky for me. I've had similar back walls here. We already use JTR. We already use CLS. Um, Ewoks. Yep, Dan. Ewoks could do the job, but. If your Ewoks are not are not up to par and their their team, let's just say they're optimally modded, especially the crew, I don't think Ewoks are a solid team there. Um, and we already use CLS and JTR, so this is a little bit tricky. Um, I would like to think Basila could do it, but Basila, you need some extra supports there, like a Hoda. Um, and just let me bring up mine because I have some wacky wacky teams. I got to be straight up with you because. <laughs> I like to do some throwing off counters, I guess you could say. Um, so if if it was <laughs> if I was playing this GA, I would honestly go to the other back wall and see what you had back there. Um, All right. Because if I waste another team, I'm kind of screwed. All right, personally. so uh, we'll move on, and then we'll come okay. back. All right. All right, so the next up you've got... Huh, okay, so you have Phoenix and okay. Geo's. All right, so I would use, with how my Trey Assign are modded, I can 2e5 most Geo's teams. The only ones I can't are the Gear 13 spies that are beefy spies, like with the uh, high crit chance and crit damage. I would probably need a Gear 13 my Trey for that, which I'm trying to work on. But let's say there's all Gear 12. I could 2e5 that with my Trey Assign. And if the other team is Phoenix, let's go with... Um, what do I have left in my arsenal? Because I'd like to also... I already have Padme still as well to use. So let's just uh, back on that crew team. Let's use Padme, undersize that, 4v5, with Padme, Ahsoka, GK, and Anakin, 4v5 that. And then versus Phoenix, run EP versus Phoenix. And I'm a weirdo, man. I, I like saving BSF for offense. I, I place DR Malak on defense. So I will be able to, in this case, I would use EP, BSF, TFP, Death Trooper and Nihilus versus that 
Phoenix, but probably wouldn't go that hard on it. And honestly, you could probably just flip the, the counters right there and use EP with BSF versus First Order. You know, there's a lot of variations there at the back wall. Shamood is my spirit animal in chat right now. <laughs> Where's your How Wampa? You... Where's my Wampa? He's on defense with a new. He's oh, on defense. Interesting. Yeah. I was say because I, I whenever do... I see Phoenix, oh, my I salivate. I've got a gear. I've got a relic for Wampa, and so uh, anytime I see Phoenix, yeah, I'm loving it. So I ideally would like to build a different counter to Night Sisters and use First Order elsewhere. And in that counter, to the new Night Sister counter is going to require Wampa. Um, I do like Wampa versus those um, versus those Phoenix though. That's a really solid counter. Can you let me know? Can you uh, solo that team though with Wampa? I don't so try to solo. I usually use. Uh... I use a a Rex, lead? not a Rex lead. A it's someone that doesn't go anywhere else. It's Stormtrooper Han. I use a Stormtrooper Han oh, lead. Okay. So first, I'm getting out all the Wampa hits. If he starts getting hit, then I taunt with taunt with Stormtrooper Han because I don't really care if he dies or not. But every time he's hit, Wampa gets a more is keeps getting turn meter, keeps getting to go. Yeah. Plus the defense and the offense from his leadership ability really help out Wampa as well. So that's usually the team I go with Wampa and that having that tank in there gives you, gives him the extra time to ramp yeah. up his offense and take out most. I've never fought gear 13 Phoenix because oh. who does oh. that? Yeah. <laughs> but I, it does beat gear that's 12 like Phoenix pretty easily. So uh, yeah, even then, I mean, if you do want to save Wampa and Ness for offense, you could probably, uh, I mean, if you wanted to run Kira versus, like, a Kira lead with Nest, you could probably do that versus either the Ewoks or the, uh... Can you? I don't even think you can. There's a Daze, right? Probably not with, uh... I don't know. It's it's tricky. I think you need either crazy relics or you need some supporting cast there, but... That all depends on whether they yeah. used yeah. Zeb or Chopper and Kanan. Yes. A lot of people can... take out Ezra, though, and leave the other ones in there because Ezra good jedi you can use them in other teams so i have seen yeah. that annoying team but so yeah i guess you could use that ideally though i i still would have padme or ep to use so i just rather use oh, yeah. those use, use those the tanky squad yeah. or the the geared up ones oh yeah dan says sabine armor shred that's another big problem too especially versus those wampas you can get really quickly those armor shreds on you like two or three armor shreds and you know a big hit from if, if ezra is there a big hit from ezra and you're gonzo that's, yeah, a, that's they, an issue too uh another one i've tried as well it leaves out in a it leaves out a leader ability but uh chert and bays is another one i've oh, done yeah. for the heals cleanse and whatever debuffs you get and auto taunt so my turret and bays are uh, sitting at nice, cozy uh, level one gear one. Ooh. I think Ooh. my where were you my during that meta? Is, uh, three star. I I didn't even touch them. I don't even know. <laughs> I I, I remember open else. chromium packs, like chromium packs, to get bays because I just wanted them <laughs> that bad during that meta. I haven't touched a chromium yeah. since then, but I remember watching that chromium open and getting a four star bays and thinking it was the best thing ever. <laughs> I think I was using a Qui-Gon Jinn team back in the day. I think I was. And I, I think oh, okay. that was around the same time as Ezra with Phoenix. And I was running like a weird Jedi team. I just, I didn't like 
those that movie like that whole rogue one i'm not a fan of that movie and those characters didn't interest me personally i don't think it's the worst star wars movie ever there's definitely you know that one everybody hates you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's just not even go there so you're not Holy looking cow. forward to the k2so cassian tv show not really no <laughs> but uh, but uh obi-wan i mean oh yeah that's hype right there that's I, that's hype Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan is my favorite character in Star Wars. I cannot wait for that TV show. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, he's not even, like, my favorite Jedi, but the actor with, you know, just, like, the the character in Star Wars, that's got to be, you know, top three for anybody that's a Star Wars fan. Really, it has to be. Yeah, no he, doubt. He's awesome. He's just, he's great. So, I love Obi-Wan. Yeah. Ewan McGregor, the actor is just... They, just the fact that they had, uh, the two actors they had play Obi-Wan between the movies... They had two of the best. They were great. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Ewan McGregor's awesome, for sure. All right. Well, I think that'll pretty much do it. I got... See, that as you can tell, my I go very light on defense. Like, I've... I've that saves... Like it. <laughs> saves all my teams for offense. I got my tra- my Cerebrant. I got my Sith Empire. I've got my Padme. I've got JKR. I got uh, CLS. I've got Emperor Palpatine. Like, I'm going for most efficient clears and hoping they... The Geos in the back are my gotcha team. The rest of the back sucks. But when you get to the back and see the Geo team, that's that's usually the one that gets me the win because you, I always see two or three defenses on that team, which end up giving me the win. Yeah. And so... The thing with Geos is that there's not a huge wide variety of counters. You I mean, you either... Either use your own DR Malak if you do happen to have those guys, and just you know, boom, easy kill them. Or you can run like a Trey lead. With how I like modding mine, though, it is it does take. I know um, who was it in chat that mentioned that? Um, yeah, Shamud. He asked, "How would I mod them?" It's it's an it's a very very intense modding. Um, it helps a little bit once you get them relicked out. And I would strongly advise really anybody out there to consider, highly consider relicking your Treya and Scion. You get probably the most use out of them. And if you were to consider their gears that you need to get them, you know, gear 12, gear 13 even, that's one of the cheapest teams to build. And what you're getting out of that is extremely valuable. Did you guys, Shattered Order, did you guys do uh, um, cheapest gear teams in like in the past? Yes. And like rating that? Use like that... There's a gear list that went around Reddit, uh, and you kind of went around. For example, Phoenix is one of the worst teams to gear. Yeah, Night yeah. Sisters is the one of the best. Like, yeah, we've been over that. There's, there's, it's, it's so great knowing. That's just such good information to know. Okay, so I did not know you guys did that until today. I, I got to be honest with you, and I did a video about something similar to that today. Oh, nice. Did you guys do that recently, though? Nah, that was probably like wanna, two and a half months ago. I feel like I ago. stole that. And I, I hate thinking I stole that from you guys because that's that's not a good feeling. Nah, it was like two but and a half months ago. It was right when Darth Revan came out. Because the the person that... When Darth Revan came out, the person... So that wasn't two and a half months ago. That was a long time ago. The Right when Darth Revan came out, the person updated his gear list. And that is when we updated... Or we did our list. So it's yeah. been a while been a long while i did it because i got a, a video idea in one of my in my discord chat and i was personally extremely um interested in that whole thing and 
Well, if it's updated I, from when we did it, that'll be really good one for people to yeah, check out. Yeah, and on the on top of the list was for sure nicest. And that that caught me off guard for sure. I, I was like, what? Well, it's one of my favorite defenses, and it's the cheapest. It's, we- it's weird that going by this guy's list that we did, I wish I could remember his name. We've shouted out every time we've talked about it. but And you can find it in the resources on our podcast uh, or on the podcast Discord is literally the list of the easiest gears. Uh, but in the top 15 are three of the Night Sisters. Like, top 15, three of the Night Sisters are the easiest to gear in the game. Yeah. The it's... only hard one is really <laughs> Night Sister Zombie, I think. And then the other yeah. one's in, like, the 50s out of 180. So Like, Spear is extremely easy. Mm-hmm. Stupid easy, dude. It's And she's, like, one of the best in that team. It's it's crazy to me. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it's a little nuts. Yeah. But, so, I'm not sure if it was, like, I don't even know if you want to keep chatting about this. I just, for the 501st, um, their gear is, it's pretty average, I would say. But I like to implement, like, how hard it is to get these guys. So, they were down on list because GS is ridiculous to get. So, I just, I thought it was the whole, the whole aspect of that whole video to me was extremely interesting. I like doing those videos. I wish I had... I could totally bring up the notes I had on all of this if I knew what episode it was on, but I to- I have no idea. I know Dan's in chat. He we DM'd about this before stream. Um, he might know. Let's see. I might have a. Yeah, I think it's right here. Is it episode one forty three? Check that. It could be that one. All it right, says uh... here, efficiently buying gear and easiest characters characters teams to gear. One forty-three. All right, I got the notes here. Let me link this in chat for Shamood. All right, there's that video of the Thrawn, uh, Thrawn Houndstooth in territory battle. Okay, yeah. So here we go. Uh, easiest synergy teams to gear. Uh, Imperial troopers was one. Yeah. It becomes a. Wait, no, maybe it isn't. Yeah, so Clone Troopers is a little bit easier than First Order. First Order is a little bit further on than... Uh, on the, So there's a basically there's a rating system. And you've got 183 characters. This is a average of the area where they're rated as far as their gear goes. And First Order is rated 69. So First Order Officer is a 6. Executioner is a 12. Kylo Ren's 93. First Order Pilot is 28. A lot of really easy uh, characters to gear in there. Uh, Clone Troopers, 65.6. Rex with a 9. Fives, 82. Echo, 51. Sergeant, 61. Right in the middle. The only hard one there is Cody. And at this point with Shock T, you don't even really need Cody. Uh, Hardest teams, Phoenix, 136.4 because you got people like Ezra, 153, Sabine, 151, Chopper, 124, Kanan, 145, Zeb, 143. The easiest person to the gear is already rated in the middle of all the characters at 90. So you don't have anyone in the top half of easy to gear characters in Phoenix, which is why I have advocated in the past for going for a first order starting team over Phoenix just yeah. because of the how much easier it is to gear first order. The ones that you can get early on are the easy gear ones and you don't hamper yourself with gear. But that's neither here nor there. Night Sisters. 
32.6. And this goes to what you were talking about saying in your video. Yeah. Zombie, the worst one, at 71. Not even half past yeah. the halfway point. You got Talia at 5, Daka at 24, Asaja at 22, Zom or Talzin at 41. I don't even have Spirit on this list, and I know that she's <laughs> low. So Yeah, she's really low. Yeah, there's some really good stuff in here. Did, so for what I did my video based on, I just tallied up for each of these specific GA teams that I like using and a lot of other people like using. I, I did eight teams for defense, eight teams for offense, and I tallied up each of these guys' teams, uh, all the characters in these teams, their carbs, guns, eyeballs, cuffs, and kairos. Most of these guys don't need kairos. I didn't add the gear 13, like the finisher kairos, um, but up until the, the finisher, I included everything there. And yeah, the Night Sisters were crazy um, low. Holy cow. And right below that was the Geos, too. And those are two of my favorite defensive teams. So that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. It, it. I'm glad that you put a video on it because that is definitely something that's really good for people to see. Because yeah. I don't think anyone ever really thinks about that as far as how easy a team is altogether to gear. Because most of the time now you get to the point where you, when you're an in-game player, you're not going for full teams at the same time. Uh, it's usually one character at a time. For, but for the newer players that are like trying to decide, okay, I want to go after this faction. Where am I going to get the best bang for my buck yes. as I go yeah. to where I can move on to another team quicker? Having that kind of list, especially in PvP, the way you say it, when you're saying you broke it down in your video, is uh, yeah. really good to have. So. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. You didn't yeah, link I it might... in Discord, so I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I can link it really <laughs> fast. Let me... Yeah, throw it in there because I'm going to want to watch it yeah. after this. I think I can probably... Uh, I don't know. I kind of want to... I, I really rushed this. i got to be honest. I think I rushed this video. I, I really wanted to add a little bit more um, spiffiness to it. I wanted to throw up... I just chatted about it pretty much. I didn't add up any cool effects like... This is the uh, the specific amount of carbs. I just said this is what the whole total was, and then chat about the specific how many carbs. I didn't. I wanted to throw it up on the screen and made it and make it a little bit easier to see. So I might do this again, and I want to do another version of like, like like a, maybe an updated version. I don't know. Just uh, and there's the link if you, uh, you guys want to check it out. Um, I just I was really surprised by this whole thing. Mm -hmm. It really was. <laughs> Those are the type of uh, projects you do. Where you find out the answer and it's totally not what you thought it was. Yeah. I mean, my my two favorite... Oh, well, yeah, I'll say two two favorite offenses, CLS and Padme. They uh, they got some good gear. I mean, you're going to need some high um, gear to those guys. Like a lot of carbs, a lot of these other stuff, like guns and eyeballs. Um, especially Padme, but the video really wasn't about like the effect effectiveness of how good they are in the in the um, GAC stuff just like their gear levels mm -hmm. i could probably do an updated one of like how good they are with the uh, the gear they need and then do another list on that but just pretty much their gear you know just their their straight up gear and padme was by far tied actually with grievous for being the worst gears for for teams in GAC <laughs> i can imagine so, i mean he's yeah, Soka, GK, there you go, right there. Probably the worst. And, of course, Padme, I guess. Well, Not I will always as well. advocate for this simply because I love my murder bears. But if you didn't know, <laughs> Ewoks, a very easy team to gear. True. They are all underneath the top half of gears of uh, hard-to-gear characters. 
And that's a Wicket, yeah. Chirpa, Low Gray, Paplu Elder team. The worst one, they're all right in between 80 to 95, besides Elder, who's 14. Really easy to gear. But that team overall, very easy to gear. And if you like Ewoks like me, it's a good thing to do. I'm just thinking, you, you mentioned that whole little scout trick there, dude. I'm really considering getting some of these guys up in gear just a little bit more because I would love to run Ewoks on defense because I'm actually tossing in this new team that's not even fully built. Mm -hmm. So if I could save that team and I could even save Wampa for offense too, that's huge in the GAC. So, yeah, next GAC sure. I'm going to do, I'm going to start throwing in my scout. And he's only gear 11 still, but I'm pretty sure if I put the... Uh, if it's just a nest going after him, if you get that daze on him, even at gear 11 with the potency, he's going to be able to take that turn meter away, and you're still going to have a good and chance to time You out. don't even need these guys fast, do you? You just need them for a lot of potency for those two specific guys, right? Yep, because as yeah. long as they get off... Ness isn't killing anyone on her first turn. So yeah. even if she goes and puts daze on everyone, you're going to cleanse it all off. You're going to put daze on her, and everything's going to start rolling. So, the only issue though is if the if the guy does happen to save troopers, I would advise though to not. Or actually, no. Let me know. Would you put these guys in a front wall or back wall? Because people could easily just, oh hey, I'm a trooper. This, you know, maybe they already saved their nest for offense or for defense rather. They don't have nest. If That's I a had a little better geared bounty hunter team or first order, I would swap my Ewoks onto the back zone. But I use them in the front only because. My the Phoenix team that's in with the Geos is like gear eight and nine. They're terrible. They're yeah. just there to be there. Um, on the top, my bounty hunters and my first order are a mix of gear twelves and gear elevens. So, yeah. I mean, I still probably could put them in the front. I just like to have all gear twelves on the front just so they think that that's what's going to be in the back as well. If I kind of put weak teams I mean, on the a, front, it makes me worry. That's a huge mind trick too. You're like. Hey, here's some easy walks in front wall, and the guy's like, "Oh, easy nest." No, sir, uh, that's not gonna work. That's that's awesome. Put some that's turn meter on Ewoks and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would hope yeah. you pull your nest out before the time ran out. At that point. <laughs> so. You're like, no, I got this. I got this. I got. I just wait until the last second, just hoping, praying, hoping to praying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Ian, dude, I really appreciate you coming on and hanging out with me, man. This has been a lot of fun. I love doing these things. I just love chatting about the game. Um, so I would, if you guys would like to have you back, I would love to be back here. I uh, like this podcast a lot. I need, I need the wink Ian interaction. That's just, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> so this that's, was, be awesome. this was to get yeah. you in the groove and then we'll bring wink back and get you back and then it'll be, even more fun. So Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. All right, for everyone out there, if you enjoy the show, go to discord.me slash shattered order. You can join our Discord. There's a lot of there's a lot of swagga talk that goes on there all week long. We have a lot of fun. Very awesome group of people in there, always willing to answer questions. I've seen a lot of people joining this week, uh, getting in on the conversation. So really, really loving that. Uh, despite our feelings about what's going on in the game. It's nice to still be able to theory craft and have fun. And so if you like that sort of thing, discord.me slash shattered order. As far as everything else goes, if you want to support the show, you can Twitch Prime sub on t Twitch. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash shattered order. Either of those are great ways to show us 
you appreciate what we do. Uh, it doesn't really matter if you, well, don't let me say it that way. It does matter if you do, but if you want to listen to the show for free, that's totally fine because the only reason I do this is because I enjoy this community and I enjoy talking with you guys. So if you feel like you want to do it, that's how you can do it. If you want to reach us any other way than Discord, you don't use Discord. The shattered order at gmail.com is our email. We always check it. Me and Wink both. So if you have a question, we can hit, we can uh, answer you back there. Ian, why don't you tell everyone one more time how to find your YouTube and uh, that way they don't miss out. So it's pretty easy, guys. Just go over to YouTube, type in It's Just Ian, and I should be one of the first to pop up. Um, I do a lot of different Galaxy of Heroes vids. So, yeah, I mean, I try to, you know, either videos like I just mentioned with, like, some fun GAC stuff with, like, gear and stuff, or just chatting about the game or cool counters I have, like that First Order Watt counter. A lot of different content, guys, over there. And, yeah, that's it for me. Awesome. Well, Wink will be back next week, and then he'll be off another week after that. So we'll see what happens uh, over the next few weeks. But uh, we'll hope to see you guys next week. And Ian, once again, thank you. And we will catch you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.